Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Bunker Club 805 Podcast, episode 22, and I am doing what I was said last episode is I'm going to start calling all my friends and just harass them on the phone since we can't hang out with them, but this one is another one from the East Coast, my boy Carlos Cartagena, a fellow Boricua. Because hey, hey, hey. What's <laughs> up, my quarantine brothers and sisters? <laughs> my brother from another mother. And uh, he is out in, in, out in Jersey. And my Jersey in Jersey City. Yeah. Well, it's a lockdown Jersey City, pretty I much. I know. How is the <laughs> lockdown going for you? Uh, the streets are quiet, man. I mean, I like being home, so... With a busy schedule and any times I get to get to get to stay home, it's cool with me. So, well, um, being that we have absolutely nothing going on around here, I'm home a lot and you know doing stuff around the house. Oh yeah, I'm good with it. <laughs> That's everybody's thing out here. Like everybody's <laughs> doing shit on their lawns, the backyards, and fucking it. It's kooky. Like you can't even fucking buy soil because everybody's buying yeah, dirt we- for their fucking <laughs> planter gardens and stuff. <laughs> Well, we did our bathrooms. We doing we do, we doing our bathroom. We did well. We did our bathroom, doing our kitchen. You know, little by little. Right. Then, then comes all my uh, vinyl collection. That's kind of like all over the place. Bookshelves for that too. So yeah, I got enough stuff to keep me busy. Oh wow! Nice. Oh, well, I actually I for Christmas I got uh, my wife got me a, a turntable, something yeah. I've been wanting to get for so long, and I finally have one. And I'm telling you right now. I actually, for the first time, just not too long ago, listened to some of my own recordings right. <laughs> that we did with the Truants, like the Truants vinyl shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's, like, so cool. I still have them. I still play them. But, it's you know, I recommend anybody get get a record player. But that's the best way to listen to music. Oh, I know. And there's so many Besides, you know, if you're getting it on directly from the tape. So, you know, this is pretty much it. Oh, yeah. I There's so many of these little... Uh, um, what are they like the antique shops or like the fucking spots where they have all this used shit and there's always bins and fucking crates full of records I'm like sometimes I gotta dig through and right. find some good stuff so now I can actually start picking some of that shit up cause like all my other seven inches like the truant stuff I just yeah. hang them on the walls <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean I got it on disc somewhere or downloaded but now I get to really hear the crackles and the pops yeah, hell yeah, because I, I got all of them on file, but definitely I still got to play the albums, uh, the vinyls. Oh, hell yeah. It's the only the best way to listen to them. So I, I don't want to get too much into the, the I mean, everybody's doing episodes on the the virus, Corona, fucking right. Corona with Lyme. And, <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it, we'll, we'll probably, you know, mention little things because a lot of it is hindering our abilities to do things with work and Mm -hmm. like one of my biggest pains in the ass right now is dealing with the fact that I can't play with my fucking band. Right. And that's, that's, that's that's my biggest, if if there's anything that really gets to me is that I can't play, I can't perform, I can't, you know, as outlet. I can't even go to the studio. Like, (laughs) yeah, it's our outlet. I mean, and and nothing worse like you can do to a fucking musician is to like keep him from fucking playing with yeah. other people i mean we could play Absolutely. like on our own but then you kind of get bored because you like the interaction right. we all do yeah and for you 
you're in like fucking 20 bands. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I we, me, me and you have played in at least four bands together uh, in the early days when we we like first met in like 93. We joined our old yeah. band. You, you, and then you came to see us play. To a mutual wow, friend. was it 93, man? That's, that's like, that, wow. That's yeah, that's when you joined the band and you, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you came to see us play. Somebody right. dragged you along, yeah, at the bank. At the bank in New York, yep. My old band, Infinite Cast, and um, this was a band I just kind of started playing with it right out of high school. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a very weird, odd band because, you know, through my high school days, I was big into, like, metal and death metal and just the harder, the faster, the better. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, the grunge started to come through and all that stuff so it was like oh we're just listening to different things and i ended up just kind of falling into this band because i met the singer at, in summer school and he gave mm-hmm. me a flyer for his show uh, when he was playing in the band called stone soup which was uh that's uh, right stone michael ginsburg ginzo yeah. who i still talk to you know fairly often right. and um and and he still gets blown away too when I mentioned that. And it was like, fuck, that was so long ago. And, but uh, yeah, not not too long after um, he uh, we had ended up jamming with some other friends of mine, and he he was like, well, this this band kind of broke up, but we want to start a new band, and we we want you to be our drummer. And I was like, okay, I jammed with them, and it was a lot of fun. Like, and that was sometime in September of. 92 fast forward to like october we had a show on halloween (laughs) like that's how quick (laughs) that shit went down it was just like i just kind of went over there like every weekend which is always hollow's halloween shows are always a good gig in new york i know especially yeah well in the you know the the village because they had the we had to compete with the parade where everything was like locked down. <laughs> right, right. And back, the funny thing too, I mean, we weren't even 21. We weren't even 20 years old, like in the 18, 19, and we were playing bars. <laughs> <laughs> Remember back in the day when you could actually do that? Oh, yeah. Just show oh, yeah. Up and and play. people, I used to hang out with bars just so much bands played back then. I was like 17, 18, when I was like 17, 18 years old. So by the time I joined the band, I, I was watching you guys. I mean, I was over twenty-one, but oh yeah, you were the I, old man. I was. The you old were like man twenty-four over that, <laughs> and you were like, "What the fuck?" So you came to see. You got dragged down to see us play, and and uh, I heard like you were like really digging it. Yeah, really. I I completely got where you guys were coming from, what you guys were doing. Mm-hmm. Like it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, I got it. Like yeah. And, you know, I just say that because it was a weird band. It was, you know, the the, <laughs> yeah. the musicians, the 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 way the music was going as as you were playing them, and a lot of a lot, a lot of uh, improvised stuff. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm loving it, man. Yeah. I, you know, jams. It was like we would bust out jams. It it would sometimes like we would have. It, it was almost some, at some point it would be like a fucking poetry jam slam <laughs> 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 because we had just this cast of fucking characters, but. Um, yeah, by the time you joined, we we had an uh, uh this female bass player who ended up uh, leaving the band. We got in another guy. We got Luke Lucas who who jumped in. Who was a good fucking amazing guitar player, but he just like uh, he Lucas. jumped in on bass and he was like seventeen. He was the baby, yeah. <laughs> and um, he was like uh, he he just fit right in, and we just started jamming with him. Jam- <clears throat> 
And then uh, we were like, hey, uh, uh, our our old friend, she uh, was like, hey, uh, he's interested in maybe jam with you guys. And I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And had you come down. We were rehearsing in Park Slope, Brooklyn. Right. Yep. And in uh, Matt's uh, Matt's bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Matt. And so the lineup the 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 lineup kind of consisted of it, we were four piece for a bit. It was me uh-huh. and the, the the Puerto Rican. <laughs> mm-hmm. and we had Luke on bass who is the Colombian and then we had um shit fucking uh three Jewish guys. <laughs> which was Ginzo, Mike, uh Michael Ginsberg who who sang. Oh. He was right, our, like, our 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 front man uh, like we were told that he was like um Jim Morrison in that body. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it was like he's in the body of that guy. Uh we had uh Matt Gross who played guitar who's just like he and he was also studying like classical like oh, guitar yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But he was total like, you know, hippie style. He had the dreads and the Birkenstocks and he's like, Yeah, Farah <laughs> man, yeah. <laughs> Fucking loved him. And we have Lauren Spielman who was kinda like backup singer and percussionist. Which yes, was he more was like, Batman. Yeah, he played the bat. <laughs> Yeah, like these clave sticks, and he just started, you know, playing bat with it, <laughs> and then he would bust out with some like, we like random poetry and spoken word stuff doing certain songs because we just kind of fuck. We would go on these jams like crazy, and then uh, you came in to join us for a uh, for a session, and mm. that like as soon as you walked in the door, we were like, oh shit, here he comes. And and you had like you had like kind of long hair, but it was braided, so right. you had like yep. your your like tight fucking braids and your bandana, I think it was or I don't know. You came in rolling with your and you pulled this Les Paul out, and we were like, "Holy shit, <laughs> <laughs> look at this motherfucker!" And then yeah. you pulled out the pedal board, which was oh, like that right. that Digitech board. Oh, I still have it. Oh fuck, <laughs> still and, have it. It's- Wow, and, and we, so everybody's like eyes are like, oh shit, this dude's legit, fuck. And we just kind of jam, and we wrote a fucking song that day. That day, yeah. It I'll tell good. you, I, I really, I really got. I, I was looking forward to that jam too. But I was the only thing that I found strange is like, you know, I get to park slow, get off the train station, you know, I'm walking towards the building, and I notice this apartment building, and it's a nice apartment building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. It dawns on me that we're in Park Slope, but then the doors open. I get inside the old elevator, old building, huge apartments. And I'm like, mm-hmm. we're gonna in here, and yeah, we like, went in there. We really? went into that bedroom, and we just like, yeah. and, we, and it, it it just spilled out. It just we just started jamming. Once once everything started going, and it just everything just gelled together. Yeah. It came out with one song, with a song. Uh huh. Like, the same day. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was it was pretty wild. It, it just everything like you were meant to be there. That's pretty much how. <laughs> I know at the people. at the end of the at the end of the uh, of the of the jam session, like Michael Ginsberg just looks at me. and He goes, "So you're staying, right?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I guess I am." Yeah. Well, I remember you left, and uh, I uh, I had called ahead. Mm-hmm. To to uh, to let our friend know that um, I was like, hey, so we want him in this band, but 
tell them tell them we're not interested <laughs> <laughs> just give, give them some shit and he was like what <laughs> from from what i remember that conversation yeah, yeah. And, and i think uh from what i was told you were like what the fuck we wrote a new song this is bullshit <laughs> it was good it was awesome <laughs> and then it was just like Nah, just bullshit. Yeah, they want. Yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. So um, that was like cool, and then you just you just kept coming back, and we were just like, I mean, you get you got to the point where like even our guitar player wanted a pedal board <laughs> like yours. Yeah, yeah. And you both had it, and the fucking sounds you guys used to fucking pull out because it I was mean, it was great, man. That music especially was with trippy. Bad style. Yeah, yeah, especially with Matt style because I'm more of a straightforward rock and roll, you know, power chords and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Matt had those fancy jazz chords and and yeah. and you know harmonics and all that stuff. going on there. Yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. <clears throat> yeah, everybody had their own style. I mean, then Luke, being a guitar player playing bass, I mean, there was some stuff right. that he would just pull out. It was just like holy shit. And I mean, we would groove. We would just like jam and. It was just so, like, I mean, shit. I mean, how many times did we, like, just stop? and like, fuck, our hairs are standing up on our, you know, arms. <laughs> and, uh, and then, you know, the introduction of weed. <laughs> oh, boy. And then we'd, like, go, like, fucking up to the roof and, like, smoke some weed, come back down and, like, turn all the lights off. And, like, we remember that, that fucking tube TV? We would, like, put it on a channel with, like, the static. <laughs> Yeah, we put the, the static channel. Yes, we would just be on static, and we just bust into fucking like armadillo and play that song for like two hours because <laughs> it was like one big fucking jam song. And I remember that 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 what I like to call that that white noise jam session that Luke was just like we're just gonna turn on the TV, turn off all the lights, and just just look at the TV and, and just play whatever comes out. And yeah. Oh, that yeah. was we yeah we smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck. And I I think I, yeah after that whole time I, I like retired since then <laughs> because I was like um nah yeah I, I'm done. I, it was the like the you know you gotta smoke more so you can feel the effect. And I'm like no I don't I don't want to smoke more. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I knew we had a problem when we had one session um, and we went through half an ounce of weed that, for that one Saturday. Then we had to call like, somebody to bring them. <laughs> 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 we got, yeah, we were actually the one band that had like weed delivery. <laughs> the good old oh, thank ladies. God I still got brain cells. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. But man, the, the stuff we would create, I mean, these songs yeah, are man. just sick. And uh, so, like a few years ago, um, Ginzo came down here to uh, into California to visit me, and he Ooh. brought the cassette of the last jam we had at Boo Studios. Wow! Which was like just, we I do I believe we played like everything that we ever had, and a lot of songs that we never played live. Right. Like really, like fireflies and <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the lonely dinosaur. I mean, yeah. we played some of those jams, Finko Migo and all that stuff and so i have it on my computer like i so me and him were we just sitting like fuck i got my computer i had to pull out my my fucking like my four track or something Mm -hmm. there's some wild fucking macgyver shit to fucking run things back and forth and i took all the audio from the from the four track from that cassette put it into my computer and just recorded the whole thing just let it go because it was like two Uh. sides it was like a wow. ninety-minute tape or something, 
and then and once and then one session i do remember us going in and just like just playing everything oh yeah we i think we would go we would go for like three hours yeah and and wow. we were in that big room with that giant red fucking drum set with the cage it was like so <laughs> 80s right. like hair metal style <laughs> yeah you know, for like it was very, it was very warrant. Oh yeah, it was like double kick and like fucking four rack toms and the the fucking had the the symbols had the drop down fucking yeah. poles for the kick. It was sick. I'm like fuck yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we play our shit, and at the end of the session, it was like, or during at some point, people were down to their fucking draws. Right. <laughs> Everybody That's was true. like, no shirt, drawers, fucking just <laughs> hot in there. I mean, it, it definitely smelled like a bunch of dudes were in there. <laughs> <laughs> Musty ass. Yeah. Like, it's because somebody, you know, over there, it's like, you know, we had those music buildings and somebody would pop in and give you like fucking, I don't know, like, like a 10 minute heads up or some shit. <laughs> you know, and uh, dude would pop in his head and be like, oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> We're like, uh, well, ten minutes. Oh shit! <laughs> Lock the door, <laughs> and then we go like play like two more songs. Yep. But yeah, so I ended up like, and so yeah, this has been like, over a course of like a few years where I've, you know, carved out some time, and I'm like, oh shit, I'll go back and I'll pull up, you know, those tracks, and right. so I took it and I just split all of them up, so I have like individual tracks and the way that you know things worked back then was there was just. You know, there was like a little, maybe what, a two-track recorder in there. You know, the, the what, room the had studio? all the gear. Yeah, the room had all the yeah, gear. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. And had like one fucking, like, maybe fucking 57 or something, 58. Yeah, hang, they had a, yep, just <laughs> hanging there. <laughs> yeah, from the ceiling, and yep. you just pop your tape. So we were like, oh, who's who's got the tape? We got to, make, we got to get a tape. And uh, that tape, yeah, I have it. And I'm like, wow, man, that's awesome, man. I would love to hear some of that stuff. Maybe you could send it over because I I haven't heard those things in 25 years, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I have them somewhere. Now I got to, you know, I have to dig through them. So I was going to put together like a Reverb Nation page and just put them all up on there so that all of us can like hear it. And all the old school people. That used to kind of come to our shows, <laughs> you know, because it was like a party when fucking we started to play. Oh, absolutely. I mean, all man. kinds of people. So our, our lineup, we when we got into the band, we started fucking busting out shows. We were playing bars or whatever. And it was like, yeah, we're the band's called Infinite Cast. We got, we're like <laughs> an eclectic mix in a way. You know, we got the mm-hmm. two Puerto Ricans, we got a Colombian and like three Jewish guys. And we're like, and, and our pseudo name was what? Juan Epstein? Juan and Epstein. <laughs> Juan yeah. Epstein or the Julio and the Yetis. We would try to change our names once in a while. <laughs> yeah, Julio and the Yetis was one. Yeah, that's, yeah. that was another one too. <laughs> But man, so we we played some amazing fucking shows. We we went to play some colleges. Oh man, um, those those colleges shows were a lot of fun. Oh yeah, that's how Matt met his wife. Yeah, <laughs> and of, he met his wife. I met a stripper, and you know she was putting herself through school. So what? <laughs> she needed the money. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And, uh, but it was like, fuck, I mean, we just get on stage and then we have that one, uh, what was it? It was it Sarah Lawrence that we played. Is that mm-hmm. what? And we, after that whole show and 
we jammed in the dorm and it was like a ground level and we were just yeah. jamming in the room and people were like hey bring that shit outside and and then we just fucking we jammed on like one fucking like riff that it was like that fucking Santana that when our Luke was on the bass. And but that then, shit, that shit sounded that shit. It felt like it lasted forever, man. That couldn't give I you. I don't. <laughs> I felt like it was like two, three hours long or whatever. I don't know how many solos you fucking played over that thing and. All those kids were pulling out their look. They started drum circles. <laughs> yep. It was crazy. People were like, oh, man. I mean, eventually the the school security had to shut it down. But yeah. I mean, we went for a while. <laughs> we were rock stars up in that bitch. Mm. But, um, you know, and then that, that, that had a, like a good maybe three, three and a half year run. <clears throat> And then in comes Biza, the wild, like trippy, like we're already like into the mid nineties. And uh there was more of a what was it, like a very alternative. Yeah. I always well, tell people it's like kinda like the the Smashing Pumpkins meets Jane's Addiction. Right. Kind of deal. Meets David Bowie mixed up in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. But that was uh that was my my first and real only uh official uh band membership as not a guitarist, as a bass player actually. Yeah, you I was playing, a bass player in that band. Yeah, yeah, I play bass and I thought you did an amazing job too. Because I I mean I filled in and recordings on bass and here and there it shows the bass, but I was I, I wasn't like I had to go out and buy a bass. <laughs> yeah. It was official. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and we had a we had a pretty good good uh, good time with it. Like just like a small like, handful of shows, but um, the brothers, the brothers Pittman, <laughs> the brothers Pittman, and which uh, we would go to like some. It was like a spot somewhere in Williamsburg where they lived in this warehouse, which was like yeah. some old sweater factory, and they ended up loft. Yeah, they ended up building uh, a sound booth and a vo- like a drum booth. And vocal right. booth, so and then uh, Dan would be in the booth, one on one right. side, and I'd be on the other side in the drums. And everything was kind of mic'd up, right? Pretty fucking. And it well was going padded. through, so it, it was very. I mean, it was a primitive version of what you know most of the older bands out here do now, with this like you know, we're like recording at home or setting up a a, a system where everybody just plugs in and they can hear it through headphones. So. Yeah. It was, and it was like the first of its kind because I mean, at that time, I really didn't, you know, I was very impressed with the system that they have. I mean, there was there was wires all over the place. Oh yeah, <laughs> there was for there, sure. there was no no there was no such thing as the wireless uh, move back then. But um, right, it was very impressive. And they, I remember, yeah, they built a ensemble. Uh, a, a the one side was the drums, a full drum set. Yep. And yep. then the other side was the vocals. The vocals mm-hmm. of. Uh, yeah, he had enough space too to have. He would put it. He would take his like acoustic with him too. He yeah. would run some tracks and stuff like that. And then on the outside, we they both had a like a window so we can see mm-hmm. out. And then um, they uh, and then uh, were you and um, oh my god, uh, Will. Will you and Will would be yeah. on the outside, and that's where the mixing board was and all the yep. all the fucking tie-ins and just like his pedals and you guys would be on the outside headphones and just fucking yeah. rocking out and man and i actually I, I have those tapes of like a lot of that footage too as well oh man i pulled that great. out the other day and i was like holy shit and we're just listening to 
all those like the rough demos and the 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 jams. And actually, uh, there was a recording of the show we did at the Lions Den. Right. Well, that's the one I want to hear too. So yeah. We, I forgot about that. We did that at the Lions Den. Yeah. But um, cool. I, f- I forgot that we pretty much was able to record every session that we had. Um, yeah. On, on that practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just about. So I have a good amount of uh, of jams on there, little mm. weird stuff, and just, oh, my God. I mean, I, it just threw me away. It blew me away because, especially Dan, too, because I, mean, I would play some stuff for people, and they were like, hey, that's awesome. Like, who's the chick singing? And I'm like, oh, that's Dan. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was very, like, soft-spoken. and Like, yep. hey, how's it going? Yeah, right on, man. <laughs> a bit of um, um, uh, T-Rex, kind of like uh, Mark Wolin, kind of like soft-spoken. Yeah, super, super chill. And fucking, mm. and Will, man, would he he would get down on that guitar and just fucking just, the, the, the sounds that he would create. Yeah. You know, and he would lock himself up and just like put all this stuff together sometimes. And we're like, hey, we want oh, to write what you do. Of, <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were incredible musicians, man. Will was an incredible guitarist man he used to just wail on those solos and oh yeah you know Fuck. and and he would put a lot pull it off too live i mean yeah he would, yeah he had he had these you know this texture and his sound was amazing with the effects and some delay and it was great man i uh, like i've always heard like people say oh you know this that, that a lot of your sound is just in your hands you know you can have mm-hmm. all these crazy effects or whatever but like once you like really know how to use your hands Right. Oh yeah. It, you just have that that thing that that sound right. that distinct sound and style. Like uh, I mean, listening to your stuff, I'm like, fuck. Mm. I'm like, I know who's I I know who's playing. <laughs> I know whose solo that is. <laughs> you know. And because uh, yeah, the, the 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 effects is just supposed to like you know be the icing of the cake. You know. Right. Oh yeah. Just, yeah, yeah just some sprinkles and whipped cream mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But it's all like the good thick cake that's under there with the hands and then from there yeah. um you went on to uh start playing with uh the truants and right, with the truants and that was around like i guess 96 right well we, we started around the ending of 95 when mel called me up and uh he was like oh i need a guitarist to you know to fill in for his band because his band uh the furies had just broken up so he wanted to start the band again. Mm-hmm. So he got, he called me. He already had Sean and he had James also because they right. uh, they used to play in Terminal Buzz together. <clears throat> right. uh, J- James and uh, and Mel. So around ending in 95, so by the time 96 came up, we got the drummer from the Templars to play with us and we already had some shows lined up. So by the winter of 96, um, we had it. We had it rolling, you know, pretty good. And then, we, you know, we're playing road shows and playing shows here locally in New York and building a name for us. And we started mm-hmm. at the same time as the craze. Yeah. So we were playing a lot of shows together. But then Phil, you know, he was starting to be a doctor, and we wanted to take the pretty much the show on the road, you know. Mm-hmm. So he he uh he left, and you know, it was it was mutual. It was like I'm doing school. Everything's about college, and he didn't want to, you know. Right. Making like a job, so it took us a long time to get a fine jumper before we got your ass in there finally. <laughs> I know, because from from what somebody told me, I remember who it was, but they were like, "Dude, we went through like fucking twelve drummers in a year." <laughs> yeah, we did, man. I was like, "Fuck!" I, 
I I've I've played a show as a as a drummer at one time in, right. uh, in Long Island uh, uh-huh. uh, with the children. It's like you know, because we had this drummer at the time, and he was good just to a certain point, and then he would hit a wall. Uh-huh. Same mistakes, same songs, you know, and not really practice on them and get it tight. And 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 Sean, you know, gave him the axe pretty much, you know, day of the show. And he called me up the morning of the show saying, hey, you're going to play drums for the show. And I'm like, I am? He's like, uh, he's like yeah. Okay. So I'm like, okay. He's like, you, you'll, you know, he was like, you'll get it. You, you, you know, so we get there and I don't have a drum set. I had to borrow an entire drum set and the sticks. <laughs> so I'm right. not a drummer. Uh-huh. So, and we played it until we were like, that was, well, when I played that show, I was like, that's it. I'm like, Pete. You're coming to join this band, bro. <laughs> yeah, I remember like, getting that phone call. this fucking band. Because I remember. Like, it's like, I just played a show the other night. I'm not even a drummer, man. Just... <laughs> we were roommates already, and, and I wasn't yeah. even in the band, but we were, we were roommates. And then mm-hmm. um, you uh, you guys had a show at CBS, and I remember coming to see you guys. Because I remember you showed up. You had like, oh, we fucking just did a 7-inch, and you had Phil. We did that 7-inch with Phil. The Manhattan Express one, I think. Uh, Manhattan Express? Yeah. Was it the first one? Yeah. Yeah. That was, because that was, we had the, what happened to Punk? Yeah, that one. Because that was the split. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a split. And then Manhattan Express was the last one we did with Phil. Right. But then um, you were like, hey, we got a a show at CB's and you got a different drummer. And Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll go check it out. And... I was like, because at that point, too, I was like really not even interested in punk rock. <laughs> was not a fan at all. I mean, there was like some stuff like, oh, yeah, you know, listen to the Sex Pistols like way back. Right. But it was like, eh, that's, you know. And we all know I'm not a fan of fucking the Ramones. <laughs> I always made that. People gave me so much shit for the longest. I'm like, whatever, it's boring. That to me, that was like what typical punk rock is. And that's that's right. what stuck in my head. And right, then, right. so I went to go see you guys play and I was like, holy shit, it's like that? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and then that's what I was talking about. Like, it's like, it's fucking punk with a twist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yep. it was amazing. Like fucking seeing Melvin, what he can do, what you could do and fucking right. everybody. I was like, holy shit. And, and at the time that band got together and came out at, in the punk rock scene in New York, there was no such thing as a dual solo, you know, guitar band, you right. know, having dual soloists and, you know, it's bad. So in most, and you know, a lot of punk rock, you have no solo guitars. It's just straight right. up rhythm, which is fine. I like that too. Or you have one lead guitarist. But at that time when we came out, Truins came out, the, the two guitar, you know, you know, in one band, two soloists plus playing, you know, dual I Maiden type of songs. Oh, yeah, that's together. what it was. It was like watching <laughs> yeah. fucking Maiden. You guys back yeah. to back and shit. Holy so, fuck. you know, it really it really wasn't. So we, it was very different back then. I think that's what really attracted to people, you know, people mm-hmm. to us. You know, we, we had a running joke back then that the Truants had two lead guitar players and the Craze had two rhythm guitar players. <laughs> <laughs> we was always trying to, trying to trade off and so trying to get one of the guitar from one of the lead guitarists. And we were like, no, nah, we'll stay here together. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it was always, uh, for the longest time, it was like this package show. It was like the Truants and Craze, always together. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was, it, I mean, shit, I mean, we we played with so many bands. But, yeah, when I remember getting the phone call from you while I was at work, you were like, hey, what are you doing? And I was at work, 
You're like, hey, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, uh, nothing, just going on. Yo, uh, come by and meet me at the studio. I'm like, why? <laughs> I was like, oh, we need a drummer. So, like, come I was like, I don't have sticks. Well, go fucking get some. <laughs> they have some at the studio. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, okay. And I was like, I, from, and then for me going on, I'm like, all right, I don't even remember seeing that, that one show, but I was blown away. Right. So yeah. I was like, okay. So the whole time, like, I'm like on my way over there after, and I'm like, okay, I just gotta, let's see, whatever, what, what do we know about, what do I know about punk rock? It was just like, all right, the typical punk rock beat of like, yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, do that faster. <laughs> so that was my, I was like, I want to do it faster and then uh, see what else happens. Right. And so I pretty much went in blind. And I just, like I told people, like, I fucking faked my way through, like, I don't know how many songs. I, I think we played like eight songs or, or whatever right. it was. But right. it, it was, was it was only about eight songs, like nine songs that we had. But, you know, what was great about it is that you went in blindly, not really following what everybody else was doing or what Phil was doing. You put your, ended up having, putting your own style. Yeah. Because when you remember, we started out, when you started playing, it was eight songs, eight or nine songs. I would say ten at the most, and maybe because we were writing it at the moment. Well, but um, you guys like had, <laughs> yeah, you guys had way more because so the yeah. first practice I had you, it was just you and James and uh, and Sean. Melvin right. wasn't there, and then and then Sean kept laughing the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like what the fuck? Why is he laughing? He was like, he's like, he digs it, he digs it. I'm like, all right, cool. And they're like, you want to come again, you know, like in a week or something, or next, I think it was like next week, the following week yeah. or the week after, when Melvin was there. And I was like, all right, cool. And then now, then I'm kind of like a nervous because like this now it's this Melvin. And I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta yeah. impress this dude because he's the guy that wrote, wrote a lot of that stuff. And same thing. I'm like, all right, fake my way through it. <laughs> and uh, he was digging it, loved it, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, hey, dude, you, you want to? Do you want to do this? You want to be in this band? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, fuck yeah, all right. Like, cool. Um, well, I saw the reason why Sean was laughing because you know now that you know Sean is obvious. Like every yeah. time he likes something, he just cracks up and yeah. fucking, yeah. And what but people don't know it, is it that was, Sean is is a Brit. He's from like right. England, and yes. and he's like fucking what like six three four. <laughs> he's a fucking tall <laughs> motherfucker. We call him Morrissey sometimes when he was yeah. black, bleached hair. <laughs> Um, but that motherfucker, but, uh, he was like the Pogo King. Yeah, but he knew that, that a lot of that was laughter was also like release emotions because yeah. it, it was a it was a frustrating time trying to find a drummer, man. And, and that was when I first learned like how spoiled I was with drummers and bands. You know, I've, I've <laughs> always been had that luck to play with great drummers because that little period taught me like holy shit, the drummers are important. Yeah. <laughs> a good drummer, let's play a good drummer that knows mm-hmm. what he's doing. And, and you turn out to be great. And by, by the time you went on, man, we just, we were, we became a writing machine, man. Every, every time we were in the studio, we were coming out with a song or two and, and, yeah. and then we practiced weekly. Yeah. Which is yeah. great. And we didn't fuck because uh, we, the way the things were over there, there's no garages to sit around and like, you know, practice. We had no. to go pay like hourly to go to these, these music buildings. And we played at yeah. every one of them. <laughs> Yeah. You know, we <laughs> had yeah, we had a bunch of Boo Studios, Funkadelic. There's was yeah. a, there was a one over there on Twenty Second Street too, and yeah, 
and uh and then one of them ended up like buying up all the rest <laughs> over yeah. on, like 40 47th street i think it was yeah i think uh who's in who's on 42nd what was the studio we used to practice at um it was like first, yeah it was ah, shit i remember it was the same building that boot studio was in was smash, in. Studios, Some, smash Studios. smash studio oh, smash was. was on i think 22nd yeah. street and 22nd Avenue. street yeah yeah because that's moved down to 30 something street now okay. um it's still the, around the, yeah it's still around oh, it's shit. still around but it, it moves up it moved up to the music building over there on 30 something uh -huh. street on uh, 32nd street i think it is okay and um it's bigger they got a lot more room it's not the same I guess it's not the same crew because I've been there a couple of times and mm -hmm. I didn't see any everybody that there was younger. Right. It was just the same owners, but uh, yeah, still around. Funkadelic mm -hmm. is still around too. Oh, nice. Right. Wait, which was the studio that had the fucking the big parrot, Mikey? That Smash Studio. Was it Smash? Yeah, that was Smash. That's yeah. the fucking yeah. parrot. Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, <they had laughs> Smash Studio is a spot where we like they had the fucking the uh, the the soda machine that had beer in it. <laughs> That had beer in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go for like yeah. fucking like two dollars and get a beer or some shit or whatever. <laughs> We're like, fuck it, just go drinking and fucked up. And actually and hang out and socialize right. with other bands that hung out. And, bi and bitch at the guy for you know, bitch at the guy for having two dollars beers as we're drinking them. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. What the fuck? Rip off. What the fuck? Two dollar beers. This shit's so good. What the fuck? Two dollar <laughs> beers, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Then we had like what red dog beers in there, fucking all kinds of shit. But uh, yeah, it had the soda machine and then the beer machine and then Mikey sitting right there, <laughs> <laughs> fucking singing at you. Yep. But yeah, you hit me up and uh, so so I remember Melvin, them Melvin or them's like, hey, so you want to be in this band? And we're like, all right, yeah, I'll do it. Cool. Here's a tape with 18 songs. We got a show in two weeks. <laughs> and I remember that shit. I'm like, fuck. Oh, yes, that's right. That's that was right. right. So I was like, yeah. I mean, I, we jammed on eight songs, but I was like, here's 18 songs. Because when I, when, I, when I joined the band, or when the band got together, we only had eight songs. Mm -hmm. And those are the the old Fury songs, which is, you know, With the Dead, Me and Outrage. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a couple of them all. The Just Don't Tell, I think, came out of there. No, Just Don't Tell, we wrote together. Yeah. Um, it's not just don't tell. Uh, what's that song that came on the seven inch, the heart shaped seven inch? Join a blank now. Oh, um, uh, it's not just don't tell. Uh, don't look back. Don't look back. There you go. No. <laughs> yeah. So a, a, a couple of those came from the Fury days, and then everything after that. So we added like ten songs. You're right. Mm. <laughs> By the time you read it up, we had like eighteen songs. Yeah, and I think that show was in, uh, shit, was it like somewhere in Westchester County? Was it CB's yet? No, no, it was like uh, almost, not not upstate, but it was almost. I think it was somewhere up in Westchester. They had that fucking horseshoe bar. Oh, and yeah. Where we sang Happy Birthday, yeah. like a punk rock Happy Birthday song, like we just made That's up on right. the spot. Yeah. That was the one where uh, you guys, there was some one song where I kept ending too early. And all of you fucking turn around and face me and were like shaking your heads like, no, not yet. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was, that, yeah, that was my first show That's there. right. That must have been somewhere up in Westchester somewhere. Yeah. Yonkers, maybe it was Yonkers. Yonkers, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it was, it was Yonkers. 
I think that place closed. That yeah. they had that bar like right dead center in the middle of the floor. Or just about, <laughs> so, yeah. It was like this circular fucking horseshoe yeah. bar. I'm like, what the fuck kind of layout is this? And then uh and then we played fucking street level, which is there's video footage of that on YouTube. Really? Of that show. And I was like, cause I had like my fucking I mean, I had long hair, of course, and it was braided right. that time. For some like and uh there's yeah, there's footage. I'm like, fuck. And then like everybody in the band level. is yeah. I had no shirt on for some reason, but then everybody was wearing fucking truant shirts. <laughs> <laughs> You, Melvin, wow, and street James. level, man. That was I, our spot. It was street level, and what was the other one? Spiral. Spiral. Was the other no, one. actually, yes, that's what it was. It was spiral. spiral? Street level yeah. was like uh, the uh, the Infinite Cast days. That's right. That was the home for Infinite Cast. Yeah, uh-huh. and then we when they went to church. That was Tom we Jack. Down the block. Tom Jack. Right. Tom spiral. Jack. <laughs> and she, yeah. That's the name I haven't heard in years, yeah. man. And then Tom yeah, Jack. We played. Was the other spot Underworld? The there was underworld. like a couple blocks. We're downstairs. Yeah. Like the basement. Oh, some great shows there. Oh, but, man, that place, was, that place was fantastic, man. Oh, fuck it's yeah. It's a shame. I think that was the first one of those, you know, when they started closing down places back in the days. So I was just like, damn, why? It's just mm-hmm. crying. This is one of them. Yeah, did we ever, uh, I think, hmm? I think we played like Bond Street Cafe, too. Bond Street Cafe Bond Street? we played, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Bond Street Cafe there was, was like, still open. They were all so. like just a few blocks from each other, like that little yeah. cluster right off Houston Street. Right off Houston Street, because after after the uh, the underground closed down, Bond Street closed down not too long after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking spiral, man. Yeah, I remember that time. Like It was like my first show like locally with mm. you guys there. And so I remember there was like, you know, I mean, it wasn't like a huge place, but... Still, uh, was, they had music going on, some punk music going on, and I remember yeah. the uh, the music kind of cut out or ended, and I heard somebody, some chick go, you got a long hair in your band? <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, I turned my head and, like, fuck, because <laughs> I'm the one, like, wearing my metal shirts. I got long hair. It was braided that time for some reason, and... And it was like everybody's like mohawks and leather jackets. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, we were definitely nicely. we were definitely the ones out. I mean, the only one that really like dyed his hair and anything like that was Sean. Oh but yeah. As for the rest of us, we were completely different from what the punk rock scene looked like. We then. did not look like a punk band at all. <laughs> like, like we would have shorts on or fucking. I remember you wear us walking shirts. into. <laughs> I remember us walking into places so that we were gonna play and just. Before we play, people looking at us like, "What the fuck are these guys? Like, what the fuck are they doing?" <laughs> Who didn't know, especially in the beginning. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we go on stage, and then we get off stage. You know, they see us play. There's a whole different story, and yeah. all of a sudden we were accepted. You know, like, oh, it's those, it's those fucking guys. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it was uh, fucking like uh, it just man. I miss those days because yeah, that would that was my introduction to the punk scene, especially the fucking the New York punk scene. Because I mean, I got to see so many fucking bands right. and play with a lot of them. But I got to see. I, I've told uh, I had another band that I had interviewed here, um, uh, the Last Point, um, that. I got to see the how the camaraderie works within that mm-hmm. scene because everybody was right. like helping each other out, 
you know, right that from, scene that that scene in those days was was uh was like the it was a legit scene like the way it was in the 60s and 70s because you know it was a it was a mass media kind of a scene mm-hmm. like if you weren't playing a musician if you were a musician playing the band you were a writer you were a photographer you're doing fan scenes you know so they mm-hmm. were it was a it was a legit scene where everybody was backing each other up you know yeah, because it wasn't for those fan scenes, man. The people coming to the shows and they give doing those write-ups, man. You know, that that was the law of the land back then. You oh, get a, yeah. you get a, you know, these fan scenes, you get a good review, and people were reading. It just start coming out, and and we got lucky with that. Oh yeah, you know? fucking maximum rock and roll was like the yeah, granddaddy yeah. to 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 right. make it in there. You're like fuck yeah, but then you had right. like all those the small ones where, right. where and you know, see, they always had a lot of them at CBs or at. Uh, where, where Sean worked, the Generation Records, Generation Records, and that's yeah, where everybody knew them. him. So he almost had his like his own fucking f- fan base just from being. Oh a fucking yeah, <laughs> I, I I met I met uh, uh, Sean way before I even knew that he was in the band and before I played in the Druids because uh, I went I used to go up from the Bronx and take the train ride down to the village to go you know Generation Records or. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's the other one? Bleaker, Second Coming Records. There's Bleaker Street, you know, Bleaker, Bar, Bleaker, Bleaker Street, Street Second Comings. Mm-hmm. And, and and I I met you know I used to go there and ask talk to him and he was a friendly guy and, you know and asking me hey, what's out new he's like oh I think you're like this and he'll start whipping stuff up and everything he hit was like you know was was on point. That's why when when I went to try out for you know to, to get in the truant and he walks into the door, I just he saw me. We just started laughing again. <laughs> like, oh, shit, I know you. <laughs> it's like oh, fuck, man. It's you. Uh huh. Yeah. He had great customer service skills. <laughs> oh. I used to see him. I used to go visit him all the time over there and just fucking bullshit and hang out with him. That's one thing. That's one thing uh, Sean loved to do, man. That's uh, talk some shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We would talk music and fucking. That way I would tell people, like, that's the one British guy that I would know that fucking know that says yo. Yep. <laughs> people, it was like, oh, yo, oh, mate. I'm like, yo. Yo, mate. <laughs> And uh, yeah, for the for the first like I don't know few the few months or whatever, I just I'd get a headache when he talked to me because I was trying to make out what the fuck he was saying because his accent yeah. was so thick. <laughs> like after a while, I was like, oh, I got him down. They're like, be like, what do you say? Oh, he said this. I'm like, oh, okay. I was like a translator, <laughs> English to English. <laughs> well, what was really what was really great is the um, the time when we had to. Uh we went out to play those couple of shows opening up for Rancid and Hepcat and he oh, went yeah. to pick his mom to the airport yes. and from the airport to uh-huh. the tour. <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh, so, uh, hey, mom. Uh, yeah, because he was like, I don't want to fucking tell her. <laughs> pick her up and say, hey, mom, so go on, let's go back to the house, get some sleep because uh, we're going on tour tomorrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and we, and yeah, that's that, that, was a, that was a trip because we ended up getting that show through fairly through the dropkick murphys because they threw mm. our name down right and, and we were waiting actually waiting for the phone call to come do like to play uh roseland and, right right and that phone and call sean, came through and sean, and sean wasn't home to get that phone call <laughs> he ended up going to work he haven't i think he had to work and when he would normally wouldn't yeah and, and then he the, the the funny thing is about that one, right? Is that he missed the phone call. Uh-huh. He finally gets he finally gets home because remember he used to run around and do a multiple you know, uh, a record shops and then go home late. Yeah. So he calls me up and he's like, Carlos, she, uh, Stormy Shepherd, Stormy Shepherd called me. Yeah. And, and and I'm like, yeah. And she said that you know that she was 
trying to get us to play, you know, the fucking gig. I'm like, well, did you call her back? He's like, no. He's like, what the fuck are you doing calling me, man? <laughs> you have to call her. Listen, Anton, listen, call her, apologize profusely, and, and just let her know that if anything, you know, that you were you were busy, you were working, whatever, and just yeah. to let her know that if they wanted us for any other show, that will be done. And that's when she called, finally called him back, and she gave us, uh, uh, was it, uh, Pontiac, Michigan, and Pittsburgh. Yeah, and it I, was. I, yeah, know, it I was like already. She had already filled it, but it's like she fuck. already filled. Uh, yeah, because I think she filled it. If I remember, with uh, sick of it all, had that filled up that spot for the Roseland show, which mm. was a great build. But still, uh, we wanted to fucking like fuck yeah, play with Rancid yeah. in our hometown. Fuck yeah, Roseland. <laughs> fuck yeah. But we're like, oh, okay, well, I guess we'll just uh, you know take these other shows yeah. and go play right. for like 2,000 yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's what we did. And we went to go pick up Matt's our van. We went to borrow Matt's mm-hmm. van, that he, yeah. our old guitar player from Infinite Cast. And and uh, I had a buddy, because oh. none of us drove. That's the thing, too. We didn't have nobody mm-hmm. had a fucking license. So yeah. had, we had the one fucking dude who had a license um, uh, that was going to be driving us. So we had a driver. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Had, it was uh, it was Mark, it was Mark Yoshi, Mark, yeah. who actually, Yoshi told me, who yeah. actually runs uh runs Generation Records now. Yeah, so it goes full circle. But yeah, Mark. he was the driver. Yeah, and I remember her. I remember him giving us a lot of shit and being sellout because we're opening up for Rancid and you guys sold out. Meanwhile, we're going up, you know, in a in a rickety old white van, you know, that was souped up to give us all those, you know, headroom. And, yeah, yeah, it was, it was like missing, an extended it, cab. Yeah, you could stand right, in that it, thing. It, it was, it was missing, it was missing the window on the driver's side. I think because like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the on the passage side, because it had gotten broken in the to the night before, and they took the radio. And, and it took the radio. Yeah. So he drove it over to to my job with Todd Records, and I got fucking plastic plastic wrap and shit, and I fucking <laughs> taped the fucking window closed. So the whole time and we're driving, I'm sitting in because I was like the cold pilot shotgun guy. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, the whole time is the whole fight, and it was in fucking November. That's right. <laughs> so we were freezing our asses and uh, you know, cranking the fucking uh, uh, the uh, the the heater the best we could. And I remember, I think I threw like a fucking futon mattress back there, a bunch of blankets. We had the gear with it, and we had Sean's mom. <laughs> yes, it's Sean's mom exactly. Who ended up selling merch? She was our merch gal. <laughs> To the merch gal, and then she was like, I remember she was joking around, all drunk in the back. She's like, "Oh, it's it's like the way it was in my old days." <laughs> and Sean was like, "Wow, I don't want to know that you touring with bands back in the days." <laughs> oh shit, yeah. And she had a thing for uh for for Reed from the, the drummer from Rancid. Oh yeah. yeah. She was like, I quite fancy him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, Mark Mark Yoshi Yoshi told me like, you know, saying that we sold out. Meanwhile, we got these we roll up to Pontiac, Michigan in the parking lot and there's these beautiful, like, you know, professional tour buses parked there and we're like rolling up next to it all broken down (laughs) (laughs) that that white van (laughs) and it was like oh shit here we go but yeah we were on we were opening it was uh the the hepcat was was with it was was a tour with hepcat and rancid yeah and rancid and that was their uh, it was the uh, life won't wait tour that was back this was like in 98 and this was like after we came back from recording the album right. in San Francisco. But um, 
still, I mean, that was just a great fucking experience. And, uh, you know, yeah, Pontiac, Michigan, with the clutch cargo, which I heard was like over, oversold. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And uh, so remember that time we were like standing on stage and um, we, oh, so, yeah, so we're driving out there to fucking come out of here in Michigan. I remember how much of a hard ass I was like, make sure you got your shit. You got this, you got this, you got this. <laughs> and what happened? I forgot my fucking hardware bag because I was too busy fucking being on there. I was like one of the babysitters. <laughs> Because uh, wow. at that point, at that point, I would keep all my hardware in a base case, <laughs> just right. to stand up. And then I fucking like forgot my shit. So we're crossing the fucking Delaware Gap, and fucking, I'm like, fuck, I'm like what? <laughs> and I'm like, been sitting in the back counting gear, and I'm like, I don't have my fucking hardware. They're like, fuck, we ain't going back. <laughs> <laughs> and so that show, um. See, I think I rented uh, hardware from some local spot out there because right. one of the yeah. one of the guys on stage, the one of the tech stage techs, he was like, "Oh yeah, well I work at the music rental spot, whatever down the street. Just go down there, tell them I sent you, and they'll you know grab what you need." So I got like you know, right, right, hi hat right. stands or whatever. And then he was yeah, like, all those all those guys. By the way, all those guys are the crew. Incredibly was fucking cool, awesome. man. The crew was the bands were awesome. The crew was fantastic, man. Oh yeah, we, once we were done, like they fucking like yeah. they just like mobbed the stage, grabbed gear. Yeah, psh, they were like, don't worry the about shit. Yeah, they were like, just walk off stage. We got this, and they had it. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they got that shit good. We're like, holy shit, this is fucking the shit. But that, but that moment, we were like up on the stage, and we were like about to play, but we we're like kind of like huddled together, just kind of talking shit. And then we yeah. kind of hear that noise, like fucking. We all turn around, and the fucking place is packed, yeah. and they're all fucking looking at us, and we're like, "Fuck!" Because they had that, like that kind of like that second level that went all the way around, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, almost that horseshoe, and and everybody, I'm like, "Fuck!" And we're, what do we do? Quick, get seven inches and start throwing them out into the fucking audience. <laughs> like, seven inches. And we're just like roll up and like, what's up? We're the truants from New York. This is what we do. And then it was like, that was it. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> Sean jumps in the audience fun, at some point and it was like, they fucking loved it. And we're like, fuck yeah. And then uh, there was people like, holy shit, you guys are uh, the truants. Because at some point uh, during Rancid's set, um, mm. Some of you guys jumped on stage because they were doing a cover. Yeah, yeah, we did. We jumped on stage and sang uh, "The Kids Are United" yeah. with uh, with them. That was that was their uh, their closing number. Uh. Well, this, or at least not the closing number. No, it was, it was, um, it was during the set it was, because it was, it was during the set. Yeah, and it was it was the only cover that they 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 did for actually for the night was just that song. Yeah, and you guys like a few of you jumped on to some of the mics yeah. and fucking like Lars was like, ladies and gentlemen, the Truids, <laughs> and uh, they're like, fuck yeah, and then uh, you guys get off. We were walking around through, and people were like, hey. You're you're the you're the the first band. I'm like, we're like uh, yeah. I guess what are you doing here? And we're like, we're just hanging out because <laughs> they, yeah, they exactly. didn't expect to see us walking around. Because that's how we do it back. You know, back east, we're just you know in our spot. We're just like we don't yeah. give a fuck who we're playing with. We're yeah. walking around. I still do it now, like in right on big places. Like I don't want to hang out in the back. All my friends are outside. I'm gonna go hang out up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. It was like super fun, and we got to like sign some shit and sign seven inches, and oh. 
It was like, it was weird. Like signing ticket stuff. I was like, fuck. And then, you know, of course, they, they didn't know that, you know, we were, you know, rehearsing or like all the gear was in fucking like my spot in the projects. And then yeah. we had to roll the gear into the elevator that was full of piss. <laughs> and one half person, like, we would pack it in at everything that was on wheels. And then one person yep. would, like, be one foot up on one thing. And then, like, I'll meet you downstairs. <laughs> and then unload that way. <laughs> oh, was, yeah. The old smelling fucking elevators in the projects. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was... Don't, don't, I don't miss that one little bit. I know. Shit. But yeah, we ended up getting that fucking uh, that TKO deal. We did a seven inch with them mm-hmm. first, so we went to go record that, and uh, then it was like not that long after we we went to go do the record. And we out in San Francisco, which is my first time ever. It was my first time ever. What was it? <clears throat> uh, yeah, actually, it was my first time ever over there, and the first time I ever did any anything like that, which is you know. No. Out, out somewhere else besides that it's you know that it was new york outside somewhere else recording a full-length album like for a label yeah tko yeah. records and it was still running yeah. out of a fucking bedroom you know mark <laughs> rainey was just like fuck yeah just come out here we're like okay and we were just laid out like fucking like, on like floors and couches and shit yeah, yeah it's for, and, in like, the, his basement <laughs> in the in the garage was like full of fucking uh fucking like like pallets of records and shit. <laughs> they were just starting to do like cds yeah. And uh, but yeah, he would give us. He was always like sending him like stacks of fucking like all the new releases. Who send us right. you know stack? Because I was working at Tower Rex and I'm like yeah, just ship them here. <laughs> so right, I basically right, right. ran that whole fucking production of that fucking album from from Tower Records because they would he would call me like hey, so want to move some stuff around or what do you think about artwork? And I'm like faxing them shit and <laughs> we just going back and forth, got pictures taken and like sending things back and forth. It was it was like it was fun, but I think we didn't we just decided was it like sixteen days straight of drinking before we left during the recording and after. Oh yeah. Something, oh yeah. Something absolutely. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean we party got on the fucking plane. I think you and you guys like cleared the fucking plane of fucking <laughs> vodka and Jack Daniels in like a and half Jack hour. <laughs> yeah, like goddamn, we still got a four hour flight to go, man. <laughs> yeah. Melvin like was popping drabamine and he was passed out the whole time. Oh, he was a cranky little bitch when he was waking up out of that shit. Oh man, we were landing, we were landing, we were like, "Who's gonna wake him up? I ain't gonna wake him up. Like he's gonna bitch at me." <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, well, we got to fucking Mark's. So we were all excited because we're going to California. We all had fucking all our summer clothes with us and one <laughs> pair of jeans. And we what happened? We wore that one pair of fucking jeans each, like fucking like yeah. the whole time because it was fucking cold. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking cold out there. And it, it, they, what was it? August? We were out there. It was like no, it was July. It was July, yeah. and it was fucking freezing out there. We're like, what the fuck? I'm like, whoa, we're by the coast, dude. We're like, fuck, <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we were lucky. We were, like, fucking lucky that we had jackets and fucking, like, sweaters or some shit, but we're like, fuck. But we all, yeah, we all had, a, like, one pair of fucking long jeans, and th- that's what we wore. <laughs> yeah. And we fucking get up in the morning, hit that coffee shop, got like coffee, donuts, and right to the studio. It's like, fuck. I mean, that, that was, was like, that was our day. We got up, like we went to work, and we were in the studio. With went to the, that coffee shop, yep. Went to the studio. We were with, uh, with Randy Burke. 
in oh, the studio. I, I I'm like I'm I'm missing. I forgot the name of the fucking studio that he ran, but he was a cool ass fucking dude. I mean, we did our shit on what is it, two inch tape, real real analog. Yep. And uh, and we did it live. We do it live. <laughs> Fuck it, we do it Fuck live. It, we do it live. Yeah, we we recorded. We just in that one main room. And just like fucking drums are right there, the fucking amps, everything do you, was there. Do you have the picture of where Randy was editing a song from the reel to reel tape, and there's just tape all over the floor, all over the place, and we're like, "What the fuck is he doing?" <laughs> no, no. There's a picture, and I, 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 maybe I have it. But there's there was one point where he was editing editing something. So back then, you know, it's not your <clears throat> you 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 literally had to cut and you know, yeah, clip yeah, and splice and tape the fucking thing splice together. Splice and tape and and he has like half the session cut in half. Like he's he, he split it. One half of the session from the right reel was like all over the floor. <laughs> it was a, and I'm looking and I'm like, this motherfucker's gonna put this shit to. And he nailed it. He, whatever I, I can't remember the splice that he was doing. Uh-huh. But he nailed it to the T, and he just rolled that tape back into the reel. And I think I have a picture that I have to look. I have to look for it. Oh damn! But just like this is this is our album on the floor. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, and like that's how we do it. <laughs> oh, it was great. I mean, we had uh, so the guys from um, who was it? The uh, the guys from the Forgotten. Yeah, it was the guys from the Forgotten who who lent us their like amps and like Craig, uh, and they came over. He ended up playing later with like fucking Joe Jed and yeah, uh, that plus forty one, for, plus forty four with the Blink guys. But uh, um, the Blink guys, yeah, him, him, and 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 Gordo, fucking Gordy would come that to the studio and like lend us gear and. That's how we mm. recorded our shit. We used Randy's drums, Randy Berg's drums set, and yep. we fucking threw down, man. And it was live. We were just all in the same fucking room. And you know what? Yep. Since then, that's how I fucking do it ever since then, live. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just so being it, able it, to see everybody. Even with the recording, not like, you know, your your solos could be, you know, dubbed in if you don't, if you don't want to go straight into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. At least the rhythm, the rhythm, mm-hmm. the song has to be done live. At least the rhythm section has yes. to be all live. Yep. You know, because that's the feel of it. And I wouldn't, I've tried doing that, recording, you know, piece by piece and people sending me over piece to just put that. And, you know, it, it comes together, you know, but the yeah. feel isn't there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Totally. We were just in that. I mean, we were, because there's the one things where you have, like, the way I've done it now um, here at Avalon Studios is. Mm. They have the the little closet, the isolation rooms for like the cabs. You put the cabs in there, and you have right. like the drums in the room or whatever. But you have that window, and you can still see everybody. Yeah. But like we were, like in one room, and all the ad- we are like our bodies are in one room. The drums and the amps are all in the right, same one, room. Right. And they're right, facing right. the walls, and they think they like yeah. threw blankets over them. But yep. we're like, fuck yeah, this this is the shit because it was like being at practice. Right, exactly. Just looking at each other, and we're like, "Fuck yeah, don't get down." And then later on, you guys went back and you like added your solos and here and there, but all the rhythms were there. And it, it as long as all like, the rhythms are there, and that rhythm swings and it's tight, man. That's all. That's what you need because that controls the feel of the song, and you could just lay down every anything else. 
you know, back of all and all that other stuff to that feel of that rhythm track. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, you know, I mean, I don't, I'm not a fan of click tracks. Like I don't, I just, I I don't, don't, it makes me feel like a robot, especially as a drummer. It just makes me feel like a robot, you know, but I'm like, eh, nah, that's okay. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, God bless, times. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't use click tracks. I have to play with either the music. Hello. Uh-huh. Yeah. I have to play with either the music or 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 uh, or just leave me by me. I can't do the because I think I feel like it's a pop quiz with a click track. Like you're testing me. I am not gonna get it right. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> right here. But right, here. Uh, right there. Right there. Right there. Right. right, right here. Here. <laughs> I just. I rather. I'm always. I've always been a field player. I'm always. Yeah. You know. Same thing with reading notes. I can't sit there and read charts. I can't read notes. I feel like I'm, you know. We're all self-taught. Yeah. Uh, except for Melvin, because Melvin had a teacher, but yeah. his style, I mean, he, it, it, you two guys had like, like the, you guys were like the same in, in, in your techniques. Right. You, you should have your own techniques, but, and they were fucking brutal in them. But like Melvin had his, like, he was like the shredding guy, like shredder, yeah. fucking like very 80s, oh, yeah. you know, he was, hair he was metal shredding the, and yeah, fucking, yeah, the fucking all that stuff. The, the, the fucking dive bomber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with his fucking whammy bars and all <laughs> that. Yeah. He was all about Squeals that. Squeals and all that stuff. And then you had your side where it was like very like fucking you know very rock right. or uh like you had very soulful um uh, just like like when you were playing with the uh, fucking um uh with the uh, infinite cast it was right. like we had matt who was like this laid back like almond brothers style you know right. guitar and then you had like you who was like the like carlos santana <laughs> you know and those two dynamics they just like fucking like meshed right. and gelled and so that's right. how like with you you two guys like you were like very rock and very mm. raw and just like but i mean you would fucking definitely like throw down some shred but right. your shredding but, techniques were different but they were different like, yeah but they still rock well yeah well melvin's shredding he's a shredder he's like mm-hmm. You know, his one of his well, two of his favorite uh, uh, guitar players of all time is Richie Blackmore and the and the guy the uh, I forgot his name the guy who plays lead in Rat. Uh, oh, I forgot his yeah. name. So yeah, so that that was his face. So he was all about the like you said the shredding the Warren you know, Martini. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That was his man, and uh, <laughs> you know he's always at the dive. I remember he had a. He's gonna be a pain in the ass when he's breaking string live, man. Because oh. he used to have the locks on both ends of his guitars mm-hmm. on the on the head, and I, so we had to wait there too. Because remember back then you were able to smoke it to places, so he'll stop playing and take out a cigarette and turn on the cigarette, <laughs> and then he had to unscrew the locks, and then he oh, uh-huh. man, that was a pain in the ass. But when he was, but his talent is 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 amazing. Like oh, yeah. you know, now I'm I'm usually the at these days the only guitar player. I don't really. You know, play with a another guitar player. You know, mm-hmm. playing the lead is always going to be a rhythm guitar player. Right. Even though for Bastard Clan, Tyrus is an amazing guitar player. I don't know what he does. Uh, what he does in uh, play more leads, but mm-hmm. I, I kind of miss that dynamic of of work, playing works. You know, with another the guitar player and really feeding off because that's what we did back then. We just fed off each other's style. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know? We had to write some weird shit too, throwing songs right. and jumping. Yeah, yeah we, <laughs> when we, we did we, the the cover of uh, "Ever Fall in Love," right? We do a trippy fucking breakdown. Oh my god! Yeah, you know, we, we we just made it our own, and then I'll hear him like you know when we used to jam out with you know Red Dye Number Five and that middle mm-hmm. part, like 
you know, he'll start playing a solo and I'll be like, oh shit, what the fuck is DJ? And I, I got to come up with something now, <laughs> you know? So it was a friendly competition too, just like driving off of each other's stop. Oh, and the fucking, that, yeah. the solo for uh, World Before Christ. Oh my God. When we were doing that in the studio and he, he to this day, he was like, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> but I don't fucking know. But he was like, oh my God. It was, we did, that was a song that was a one take song. Yep. Uh, we played it one fucking time, and it was like the hidden track on the album every day of the week, and um, the hidden, hidden, hidden cherry like, track. Like like fucking like forty five <laughs> minutes like after the song is out, <laughs> and uh, but and, I mean, and, it's and not very on different. the vinyl, yeah, yeah. It's always very different, man. Very different, and I mean, there was some songs that were on that that weren't put on the record because we were told they weren't punk enough, right. But we were also at by that time, like later, like oh, I think when we got hit the uh, the two thousands, it like th there were more songs that were kind of like the dynamic for some of the songs were were changing too. Yeah, I yeah, mean, even uh, even uh, shit. Um, what was the other fucking song um, that didn't make it? Lord Byron. Lord Byron. Oh yeah. Lord Byron man. didn't make it on the record, but it's yep. it. It, it's out there in the universe. Yeah. Um, but uh, still, it was like, fuck. It, it, it was just like a little out there, you know. And, That's why uh, it was it was, uh, it was was really great when uh, Mel came out and did the anthology box set. You know, oh, yeah. Because that, cause that, um, that pretty much put everything out there that we did, you know. Yeah, from the Furies on to yeah, like later. Yeah, from the Furies on to later. Even, even some demos that I guess he was after the the band broke up that him and Sean were trying to, you know, put together mm -hmm. that demo together, even the, some of that stuff. So at least it's not a completely, you know, lost, but yeah, a lot of that stuff was definitely vetoed out of the album. Yeah. Know? Some good stuff. Pretty little yeah. face. One song that you wrote. Yeah. And, uh, the, just another headline where we did those at, uh, Georgia studio down in, down in the basement. Down the basement Remember that yeah. one? Yep. <laughs> Those are the songs we were recording when uh, when when Sean decided like I'm going to join the army. <laughs> we were like fuck. We were we because we were right. doing those songs to to send because I somehow managed to finagle us some kind of uh, demo deal with fucking Fat Records and they're yeah. like sure fucking send us some stuff and right. we go to record these songs and it was like after 9/11 and Sean's like I'm going to the army. We're like fuck. <laughs> was it after 9/11? So, was it before? Because I know he joined the army for citizenship. And then we went to war. <laughs> was it was it after nine eleven? It yeah, it was after yeah. nine. It was after two thousand one. Yeah, because that was like you know that that's that's that that would be you know Sean yeah. going to the army because it was sometime he, around he has to nine. go to war. Yeah, yeah, it was around ninety nine when we we split and then I moved to fucking Texas. Right, I was gone and it came back like some months later, and then. Uh, Right, because then you came back, and then Melvin. But you decided... guys were still doing. You guys were still doing some shows, but Melvin disappeared for a little while. You had some fill-in players, right? You right. Did a tour with the Clay, with the Craze, I think. We did. We did a tour with the Craze, and it was me, Sean, James, <clears throat> James. and you had the vegan guys. By the vegan guys, <laughs> the vegan guys, and, and, and you know, it, it 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 really, it really, you know, I feel kind of bad for a minute, but. 
we needed a van to travel for that tour. So <laughs> one of the vegan guys, mom, <laughs> had a van. Let, the, let, the, let us a minivan. Like she fell in love with Sean and Sean was like, oh, she was like, yeah, you could take it. Oh, I love Sean. Like Sean spoke to her with the English accent, forget it, Wilder. <laughs> and and we just took that. We took that tool. Did he hit her off? And let me say something. Huh? Did he hit uh, you know what? Ah, uh, <laughs> the the jury's still out on that one, man. I can't say neither neither yay or nay. Now he took one for the team, though, no, bro. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't say neither you may or yeah on that one, but uh, but we did we did that, and then that's when Mel was like, um, he disappeared because he wanted to do the trucking. And uh, and so he was at that time he was trucking cross country. Once right. he once he got his license, he was like, "I'm out." Like some, you know, he used to call me in the middle of the night from like the West Coast and be like talking shit and talking <laughs> to me about the shit that he finds online, all the porn and stuff like that. He was. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he's a good but, uh, uh, late night caller because he went to oh, yeah. me too. Oh, yeah. But um. Yeah, yeah, and eventually, you know, we got back together. It was like we always said, like from the band that can never stay broken up. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, um, I think it was we, a um, great run. we have just we had uh, maybe a little bit less of a uh, reunion shows that the Rolling Stone do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but like we we put together a fucking dope ass album. It went out. It's yeah. in the world. You yep. know, find it online. It's out it's there. there. TKO Records every day yeah. of the week from the Truants. And it's not and a forgotten band because I'm still out there, you know, playing with Chuck and Rampage and Bastard Clan and, uh -huh. you know. So, yeah, tell us. Uh, so here, here, here's the next segment. Tell us everything. Well, actually, after, after the Truants, we, uh, we did a stint. I did a stint with, uh, with you as well because we were like four bands together. Right. And we played with Poly Abuse. We played with Bob. We did a Poly Abuse. Yeah. Session. And it was like all the fucking, like, yeah. Like three of the fucking truants and yeah. like BJ who, yeah. who played with the craze at one who point. Played the craze. And we, and played then we did that. And then, you know, when BJ had the kids and, you know, we practiced, we, uh, we, we were playing less. And then we picked it up again for some. We had Johnny Cray playing drums and Big mm -hmm. Carlos, um, who played with a plethora of bands back in the days, uh, playing bass with us. And then, um, but BJ went through his divorce. The kind of band just kind of like broke up and, you know, he was going through his thing. So we didn't really stay together. So I started playing with other bands, uh, um, playing with Johnny Cray. Johnny Cray started a band called Bastard Clan. Mm -hmm. uh, he had he had stopped playing with the Crays as he was going through some stuff with that band. And, and he just stopped playing altogether. And then, um, right. you know. Because I remember he retired uh, the, tr uh, the, the Crays for a little while. Yeah, for a while. I mean, he wasn't even thinking about coming back. But at that time, he, he lived, like, not even, like, 10 minutes away from me. So right. I used to go by over there, you know, with a six-pack of beer and shoot the shit in the basement. Mm -hmm. And every time I, you know, every time I, I, I would, you know, come over, he'd be like, oh, listen to this song I just recorded. Listen to this couple of songs I just recorded. Mm -hmm. I'm like, look, it's obviously you still want to do this. You're still writing songs. Let's start another band. You choose the players. I'll be down to play. And so we got uh, first a drummer that that uh, that he that, used, that worked with him in SIR, and he was mm -hmm. incredible, uh, Bernie. And then we got John Strap from the Strap Hangers, another punk rock scene from here to play mm -hmm. bass. And we went... We would call Lois Hrata at the time, and we were just pretty much, you know, uh, playing shows and putting the songs that we got, that we put together, you know, for mm -hmm. the Master Clan album. We just, you know, putting, working out those songs and writing new songs, and then we decided to, uh, 
that drummer left because <laughs> Bernie left us cold flat day of the show twice, Ooh. Uh, 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 saying that he couldn't make the show. So we had to cancel last minute. You know, he did Wait, it the you first time. You didn't play time. drums? Huh? <laughs> you no, didn't no, want to play no, drums? No, no, Hell no, not for this band. Not as complicated as this was. So, you know, he did it once, but he was like, damn. It's, it's like, you know, that old girlfriend is like, oh, man, but it was so good. I got to go back. You know, let's give him another chance. And he did it a second time. And then we got a, a friend of ours, Shonen, who uh, he knows us from way back in the days, from the two-in days. He actually, he was actually, he stepped in a couple of times for us at, at, uh, as a drummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the for the truants uh, when we were looking for a drum before you came along, so he had a couple okay. of. So I already knew, you know. So he had his own band going, and then we added Taris, that's a rhythm guitar player, uh, who was a phenomenal, you know, rhythm guitar player. His his riffing, his riff writing is 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 phenomenal. Right. Um, nice. So yeah, we we went out, we changed our name to Bassett Clan, and you know we started playing shows, and we put out an album which is available in you know. Um, anywhere you can download records, Apple Store and all that stuff. This is the um, only one, right? This is, is there's yeah. This not is two. this is the only one. This is uh okay. this, this, this one is came out last year. One. The arrogant yeah, dream. The arrogant dream. Yeah, this one it's, came out last year. We've been pushing it. Uh, like we um, anywhere you can download it. Like you can even look for it for free on YouTube if you want to, you know, yeah. give it a test hearing. But uh, oh, so I we, bought it. I bought it on uh on iTunes and I yeah. got it on my phone. Dude, that fucking album is fucking so dope. Thank you, man. Thank and you. just we're, the we're, opening we're, track, the opening track, Shed, yeah. that like just sets up the whole shit. It just smacks you and goes, I'm fucking hooked. Because if a fucking first album, if the first song doesn't catch me, I'm like, meh. You know, but right. this one, oh, fuck.
Well, the the you know what 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 really really started kicking it to to that gear was that you know when John when we first started, John had wrote the first couple of songs and he didn't want it to be like he was with the craze. With the craze, it was like he wrote the songs, gave the you know the assignments to everybody, everybody just played. You know, it wasn't a full band uh, collaboration. But you know, once once you know we started writing songs together as Bastard Clan, and he started realizing that you know the band where he with his schedule, you know, there are times he can't make it to practice, so the band will get together anyway, you know, and without him and come up with a song, and then we'll just mm-hmm. give it to him to write lyrics to. So when he, you know, he found out that this is a full collaboration, the music all of a sudden got better, and we started getting tighter, and the, you know, everybody's idea was getting into the pot, and yeah. you know, but whatever was great stay whatever you know you got an idea didn't work out i'm sorry dude that's not good for the you know we play for the music and we wrote for the music so mm-hmm. that's all that's all display when you hear that you know when you hear it on the album it's it's all there you know it's all our influences there it's punky it's metal it's iron Maiden. it's you know, yeah, it's a good mix it's, yeah it's all, everything has a good mix you know, of all like a lot of those styles and i'm like fuck yeah you know, so and i'm also i'm also playing in a band called drunken rampage which it was it was started because um the lead singer Simon, he played in a band called the Supermarket, uh, Supermarket Suicidal Supermarket Trolleys. And, <laughs> nice, that's a that's a mouthful. Yeah, right and they 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 were from England. They were huge over here in the underground, and they broke up. And um, Simon was living over here. Uh, fast forwarded, a friend of ours, Felipe, was trying to put up a show to do a reunion and you know become one of the players. You know, one he was supposed to be the guitar player. Johnny Craig was supposed to play the um, the drums, and somebody else was supposed to play bass. Mm-hmm. So that guy disappeared and left Simon, which is like, what the fuck am I gonna do? So he called John <laughs> and told John, "Look, you know what? We're just gonna cancel the show." And um, John was like, "No, I'll, I'll call you. You know, I'll, give me 15 minutes, and I'll put a band <laughs> together for you." So he called me. And he called Spencer Craig, who played bass, nice, and yeah. and you know we learned the entire set. We had two practices, so they only mm. had one album out. So we had one practice to learn side A mm. on a Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> nice. The practice on Thursday to replay side A and learn side B and learn it all together, and then the show was that Friday. Fuck. So um, we played the show. The, the show went. Over great, we kicked ass, you know. And that right after we played the show, Simon was like, We're gonna keep on going, right? It's like, Yeah, but we're not gonna keep on going as you know, just, just the trolleys. We're gonna go, we're gonna start a new band. He's like, Yeah, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. So he was, we, did, we just got locked ourselves in the studio and we just started hmm. writing with every riff that we, he was like, He was like Sean. Uh-huh. If you remember Sean back when we used to practice with every riff that uh we came out with every song we came out with he had a notebook full of shit that he yep. could fill it out with so he, he knew how to pull out shit, i don't know yeah. if this is an english thing but <laughs> he was exactly the same yeah. way like he'll have lyrics if i got lyrics for that or if not he'll he'll be like look i'll have lyrics next you know by next week and he'll spend like a week sitting at a bar you know listening to the mm-hmm. riff while writing uh <laughs> writing the lyrics and so junkie rampage came out with an album ourselves but that was that's available on you can actually get it on youtube um and it's available in cassette but i don't know exactly how where hmm. to get it for cassette because this guy from oklahoma we did a festival out there and he was like you know i'm gonna put out this album cassette give you permission i'll give you limited edition i'm like right fine so hmm. we actually have it on cassette but you can actually listen nice. to the whole album on youtube if you go to drunken rampage
Also have uh, a Bandcamp, JunkinRampage.Bandcamp, if people still into that. We have the album on that, plus some, you know, some demos and some fucking around that we did, the covers that mm-hmm. we covered, like some ACDC songs. And, <laughs> cool. <laughs> you know. And, Is it the um, same too for for Bastard Clan? Is there a, 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 a reverb nation and all yeah? The there's a reverb nation pages? for Bastard Clan. I think Bastard Clan is the more that's more out there than than right. a Junker Rampage. But there's a reverb nation for it. There's a bank camp for Bastard Clan. Instagram. Um, Instagram. I'm not sure. So I'm not on Instagram. So I'll ask. Uh, it's, we definitely got a Facebook page, and we might have okay. an Instagram page also. So. Uh, I could, Dude, I could double check on that. Get get on the Instagram because the, the when I got hip to the Instagram is like amazing how many fucking followers you can get. Yeah, because they're see, all because like, nobody gives a fuck about Facebook anymore. Hey, hey, listen, you're talking about a guy that's only been on Facebook for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, for for years I was like trying to fucking find your ass, and I'm like, what the fuck? I and, finally uh, showed up three years ago. People like, were like, holy yo, shit, yo, yo, everybody's like, yo, you always been on this. I'm like, nah, man, I just, I just, you're alive. Yeah. And I had to do it because at that time I had a, I had knee surgery mm-hmm. and I had to be out of work for like three months. So mm-hmm. and then, you know, my wife said it was like she had to go to work and my son had to go to school. So I was laying here 
I'm like, got that cell dude, nothing, man. And I'm like, I, I miss my friends. I miss. So actually, my wife Cindy, who will talk to me, just like, just get on Facebook, man. So you get in contact with everybody. So, yeah. I'm, I'm uh, as far as uh, uh, social media, I'm, I'm I'm still a fucking rookie at this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I, still, I definitely got to get hooked with the Instagram, though. Definitely. That thing right there. I mean, it's all about the hashtags. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not one of those things like you know, it's not like Facebook where people just sit there and bitch and complain, but right, right. Um, you you got to have some kind of a photo or or, or video, and right. then you know you have you know X amount of character. Well, uh, no, actually, that's that's fucking Twitter. You can have like you know add whatever it is you're trying to fucking say or describe whatever's going on, <clears throat> and then. You know, hashtag, you know, hashtag bank, uh, fucking bastard right. clan, hashtag right. punk rock, hashtag fucking New York City and all right. that shit. And everybody's fucking searching that shit. It's going to see it in like the regular right. feed. And they go, oh, what's this? What's this? Ah, oh, shit. Got it. And that's, you know, you just got to put those little magic words to fucking say, oh, that's going to attract attention. I'm like, right. oh. Right. And that's Look what I did scene. with the Bunker Club. Yeah. The Bunker Club page, it was mm. like just started for... Like somebody turned me on to him, like, all right, cool. And like, fucking, like, in an hour, I had like 35 followers. And then it was like over 100, like, over a weekend. And then it was more right. like, holy shit. So right. <laughs> I actually just started a new uh, Instagram page for this podcast because I mm-hmm. had to separate the podcast from the band. Right. Um, right. Because the, the, the band page had, you know, it's all regular shit and followers. And I was like, well, since the band's not going to be active anymore, I'm just going to mm-hmm. keep the followers and just start a fucking podcast off of this and piggyback. Right. And right. then get more stuff. But then, you know, after, like, now the, the band is back to being active. So I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now, so I'm in the process of separating, you know, both from like the Facebook page and the, uh, right. And the and the Instagram yeah, to their new pages. So now there's a new Facebook page, a new, and then slowly I'll start kind of moving stuff over, and then that other shit will start disappearing off one, and then gathering on the other. So, like this right. interview right here will be on the new page, and we're like, what the fuck? So you gotta send me a sweet picture of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want and, it with uh, a bra, or without a bra? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <it's, laughs> and uh, so you know, yeah, we get a few shots of like. You know your your different projects and stuff. I'll, yeah. I'll try to find some artwork and for for all the band. But yeah. you also play with with your wife and your brother in law, and you do like this Latino Puerto Rican salsa. Yeah, United States product. That's 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 a, that's that band. I love playing that band. It's very different. It's a it's it has a very Latin influence, but it's like it's called the United States Boogaloo. We don't play. Boogaloo as categorized music. And Boogaloo mm-hmm. is the true meaning of what we what we do is pretty much a mixture of everything we grew up with, you know. Like the electric so, boogaloo. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> like we have, you know, we have we have uh it, I have you know, we have two guitars, one acoustic, one electric, and it switches off. We have one guy who plays a Puerto Rican cuatro electric and he plays it with a slide. Mm. You know, we have John Strap who plays for Bastard Clan is actually the bass player. For okay. his band, and uh, uh, cousin Ivan Torres was an incredible uh, uh, salsa musician. He's played, he's played with the with the big boys. You know, he's, this guy's a professional. He plays with us. And he's like, you're the only guys I play for free because you're family, and I love doing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, it's a it's a very different different uh, 
style of music is is Latin influence mm-hmm. of everything. But we play, you know, we have a Beastie Boys cover, you know, that we do with <laughs> nice. a Latin style. And we have like, you know, we've done Operation Ivy mixed with Willie Colon songs. And, nice. you know, different, you know, different is everything we do. We write our own songs that sound a little bit more like, a, you know, acoustic punky versions of, of like, like we have one of an old Polybu song, like we do uh um actually we got a we got a we got a uh, a song called um, a new day that sounds like it should be out straight out of shaft <laughs> you know <laughs> but you know yeah it's very uh it's very street very funky so you know it's a different it's a different style we just came out with a seven inch as a matter of fact as we come to think of it we were supposed mm-hmm. to have a record release party this past friday All right uh, but of course, you know, with everything that's happening, yeah. you know, with the virus, uh, everything down here shut down, so it got canceled, or at least postponed to mm-hmm. hopefully later on this year. Thank you. 
So we came out with a seven inch new day. That one uh, is we really we were waiting for the record release party to put it out there and to sell. So we haven't really have a background uh, backup plan to try mm-hmm. to sell it online yet. This is a seven inch, but uh, we're working on that. Once that we figure that out, we'll figure out how we get that music to everybody. Because uh, we right now we did this seven inches two songs out of a five songs session that we did. Okay. So I want to go back in and do five more, and then eventually the whole session will become an album. Well, you got to so, do a, like an online listening party. Yeah. So oh, yeah. T- give uh, some teasing for to everybody, and then you know, it's not available here. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yep. That's that's actually a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a good point to do that. Um, so that's, that's what we do, you know, uh, and we practice here in my house or in somebody's house in the living room, and, you know, it's, it's very chill. We get the drinks going and we just jam out, you know. And this band, I I, I, I enjoy doing it because it's, uh, I again, I keep that, try to keep that formula of everybody puts into the pot and that's mm-hmm. how the magic becomes, that's how the magic works, you know. So yeah. even though we'll practice a song, it's never going to sound the same twice, <laughs> you know. There's <laughs> right. always, always going to be something different, something imp- uh, improvised, something put in, especially when it comes to the conguero Ivan who likes right. to really fuck with us with time changing <laughs> signatures, but uh, you know, but at the same time we're learning, you know, so it's it's a it's a it's still still it's still a lot of fun, you know, when you get to right. do little projects like that and and at being fifty already, that's right, I'm an old man already. Fifty years old. And did see. you get your AARP fucking mail? Hell yeah, hell yeah, I did, bro. I got that fucking card in my wallet. <laughs> That's right. Hell yeah. At first, you know, at first, as soon as I turned fifty, I got that. I got that letter. My wife said he was like, "You got mail," and I look at it, and right there on the on on the envelope, big letters <laughs> AARP. And I was like, fuck you, man. I ain't old. Like, so I don't want to open that shit. I started opening it. I started reading it. And then I go online. I start looking at the deals. I'm like, all right, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm in. I'm in. I get this kind of what and a who in the way now? Oh, okay. okay. Even though I really you, but you damn right I got that shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, but I'm still having fun doing it, man. It's, it's, uh, you have to. You yeah, I was, I was, I was very, I was very hopeful this year. Of hopefully, we were talking a while ago about you know a possible true reunion, but it looks like it's not going to happen this year for multiple reasons besides right. the virus. Um, but I'm hoping that better heads will prevail, and right. uh, and we could get this done because as soon as we, <laughs> I'm telling you, like I said, you know, I'm still playing out there, so I'm still in the scene i'm still got the yeah. you know and everybody's still asking for the truants and mm-hmm. to this day is it you know like is it, when is it going to be a truant reunion especially these last couple of years when it's been reunion years for everyone yeah. everyone everybody's <laughs> looking at me like well the truants is like i haven't i don't know man so <laughs> I, I was i was very um hopeful for it because you know it'll be good to play those songs again those songs need to breathe some 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 oxygen and it'd be good to play yeah. with mel because i haven't you know played with mel in years and it's time well, i'll throw is... this out is that cause i've been talking to mel and mm. mel wants to play and mel wants to do stuff and i was like dude you have to put yourself out there with people because yeah right. i think he had he last time i talked to him he had a uh he was in talks with a singer and i'm like you can't like let all that go to waste 
Yeah. You know, and and I would like call somebody. That's the thing I tell people like out here in California, you know, uh, where especially where I'm at. I was like in, in New York City at any given fucking time, you can make a phone call and you're in a band. <laughs> but like, oh, I'll call this guy. I'll call that guy. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. We'll meet you in the studio. Boom. There's a fucking band right there. And you're you're playing fucking like yeah. two weeks later. Listen, man, <laughs> all, all, he, all Mel has to do is to show up to any show. Any show. Yeah. To show his face and then he show and people will be on his ass. Yo, are you playing? I need a this I need a guitar playing. That they will be on his if if he comes around again and show his face again, they'll be on his ass to play. He'll I don't yeah. I don't think he would find it uh, any problem getting himself into a band. Yeah. Into a good band, not just yeah. any band. That's what I told into, him. Into a good band. Get the right I saw him take your time, get the right people and and, and just work work with them that's it yeah i mean it, you just gotta go i was like i don't i don't want him to not be playing you know it, need, it doesn't have to be, to be the truant but right. it has to be like throw right. it you know throw a cover if you if you want to yeah. do but like he writes some great shit he's he's fucking still sends me tracks right. of stuff that and he, he does. does and listen oh. and i i don't know if he feels like in order for him to get back in here he needs to do it through the you know the vehicle of the truants but he doesn't really need that. He's mm-hmm. he's Melvin. He's fucking Mel. <laughs> you know, he's Mel Truman. That's it. That's he's it. Like brought to you, like fucking, you know, just by Mel Truman. Boom. He, Mel needs a fucking drummer. Mel needs a fucking like a bass player. People will come fucking running. I told them but this. That, so, but he, you, you know, hear me, he, Melvin? You hear me, <laughs> Coño? But he, you know, he he has a taste. He knows, and you know what? And and and. He goes to shows. He's not gonna get any and just any fucking thing back to ask him to be in a band. The people that are gonna ask him to be in the band are gonna be musicians because they know that he's a musician. Yeah. Yeah. So all he has to do is go to a show. You go to a show, forget it, man. He'll be like that hot redhead that everybody wants to. Everybody wants to get on. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I can't hear you. <laughs> Shit. Fuck man, but it's uh, it, it, you know like you were touching on like the, the the having the music and stuff for a musician having an outlet that we, we yeah. need that and especially we in this time that. right now we're like fuck like after I'm with you know get off and fucking get all this loading I'm gonna go plug back in and fucking start working on shit because yeah. you know because everybody knows me as the fucking drummer but like out here I like I play guitar right right you know I just started saying fuck it you know after like twenty something years playing drums i was like well and when i turned 40 six years ago yeah. <laughs> um i was like well i'm gonna try something different and i've always like played guitar like here mm-hmm. and there but i was like well i'm gonna start writing my own fucking songs and see what happens i'm starting to just play guitar and i'm like i started writing songs and i'm like should i learn yeah. how to should i do singing because i've always done backup vocals as well you know right. and I was like, well, then I had to start teaching myself how to fucking, you know, uh, play and sing at the same time. Then I'm like, fuck, now I'm writing songs and I got to remember what the fuck I'm singing. And it, then it's just like all the stuff. I mean, my first show with the with, with the Bunker Club, it was like, fuck, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> Why did I do this to myself? Who said I could be a front man? Who let me do this? Damn you. Fuck you. Oh. But nah, I was but like, you, you, not only you did it, but you, you're still doing it. And it sounds great, man. It's, it sounds, you know, it sounds yeah. it sounds fantastic. You doing you take, but that's that's, 
I guess that's uh that's the thing about self taught musicians, right? If you did yeah. it once, you could do it again. If you really yeah. put, you know, if you really put your mind to it, you'll find another release. Right. And I, you know what? I I I give credit to. You know, when it comes to punk rock stuff, I mean, I love, I love a lot of shit. But when it comes to fucking punk rock, uh, my favorite band is the Truants because that's what that's where I learned everything from. Yep. I had two fucking amazing guitar teachers, you and Melvin, <laughs> and fucking and James on bass because I picked up a lot of Mel of, of James's style when oh, man, playing yeah. bass. Yeah, you know, James definitely but, don't stay behind on that one, man. Yeah, James, James, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he spoiled me. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, "What do you mean you can't do this? Fuck you!" <laughs> you know, he's when like, the engineers are like, "Hey, can you uh, can you play lighter?" And he's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> well, that's 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 what that's what I love about uh, about uh, uh, about playing with John Strap here in Bastard Clan. Also, is that he's he's those are my two the best players I've ever played with was James and now John because John is uh he plays with his fingers. Mm -hmm. He does that that special magic that James used to do. It just like you doing all those notes with just your fingers. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm fucking like, Fuck. great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And but you know, I think too is that having an outlet and being able to to play, especially. Mm -hmm. I mean, fuck if I I if I had the 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 plethora of fucking musicians out here then they're, that they're that's in New York City, yeah. I'd fucking like have five fucking bands. You know, and I'd be able to play in every style of fucking shit that I like. Oh you know, yeah, I have my punk bands. I've have a fucking metal band. I've have fucking this, that, and the other thing, because I just like to stay busy and and play music. Um, but th there is a lack of out here. Yeah. But I got a. I mean, this round, this line lineup right now, I got a good fucking round of uh, a lineup of guys and. I'm like, mm. okay. I mean, my fucking lead guitar player is fucking sick. He's a metal guy. I mean, this yeah. dude can fucking shred. Nice. And I'm like, sometimes I feel like, fuck, like, I think you're wasting your time playing with me because my shit's <laughs> just silly. And he's like, no, I fucking dig it, man. Because it's out of his wheelhouse and right. he loves a challenge. Right, right. And, and, uh, and which, is, and, which and, is great because that's, 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 that's the, you know, that is the, the shit that pushes us you know self to musician it's that challenge and fuck yeah. you know you realize i'm learning some new shit here <laughs> you know yeah. i'm not the end of be all you know <laughs> they'll be like hey what's the what's, what notice that i'm like i don't fucking know it just sounds like this <laughs> <laughs> you know like, I, I can't tell you what fucking note is anything i can't tell you what scale what i like i play in open e <laughs> yeah I li listen man <laughs> and then i, I still, do all kinds of other shit <laughs> i still can't tell you scales I know, I know, I know the, I know, I know their names of the scales, like what they called. But like, uh -huh. uh, putting, playing play that, playing that shit on the guitar, I'm like, I just play what I play, man. I can't. Can you play a diminished fifth? No, I don't uh, know what the fuck that is. You're making me, <laughs> you're making me think, and I can't play well when I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, I've had, I've had some fucking like amazing musicians come in and fucking like look at me and going, "What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. What is this?" And and then they struggle for a little bit until right. they fucking realize, like, "Oh, okay, that's what you." Okay, so you know mm -hmm. with my the way I play and like my tuning, P tuning, right. of course, right. um, it it, uh, it it throws people off for a little while. But then you know once you right. get to kind of remember, like, oh yeah, he's not playing in standard tuning. Okay, 
Right, but you're that's playing. That's when you got to use your ears more. Right, you're playing in an open tunage, so that's that's a very you know um, old way of thinking of playing the guitar. I'm talking about not even just like the Stones in the '70s. I'm talking about like the old blues players of the '20s and '30s. You know, mm. all that slide, all that did. Well, they were all either an open E or an open D. Yeah, you know, so that's that's a. Uh, it's a lost start now. So when people usually play guitar and they can share on the guitar, it's usually on standard tuning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it'll take them a while to mentally just like, okay, to diagnose us, like diagnose, diagnose it. And just like, Oh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Oh, that's what you're doing. I was like, I, I'm doing this. Right. And I'm like, okay, but I have to do this to get that note. And I'm like, yeah, well, I don't have to use any hands. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So so what's simple for me is sometimes ends up being complex with them. Right. I was like, yeah, I really can't stretch that far. I was like, so simplify right. it. <laughs> right, right, right. Mainline it, man. <laughs> just, just hit this right here. Oh, okay. And then, uh, so yeah, it, it frustrates people, but then also like, like, oh, okay, I, right. I can do that. But I mean, a lot of my stuff, I mean, I've wrote, I've written a lot of the solos and like leads and like these little lead lines and stuff mm. like that. I like, like little color of like behind stuff because that brings me back to like the way you guys would do fucking things. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, right. but I've also kind of had take it upon myself to like, I'm not trying to sign like, a, a specific band i'm just like it, it just whatever comes out is like what sounds good to my ear right 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 and and that's the way it should be man you shouldn't yeah. be playing by anybody else's rule book i mean yeah if it comes out and it's good to your ears it's, it's good that's why <laughs> that's i have I like fucking four and a half five minute fucking punk rock anthems yeah. <laughs> yeah. some of them i call these oh this was my power ballad right here <laughs> but power ballot. not everything has to be like 90 miles an hour and i, yeah. I made the uh the uh the decision i'm like well you know there's enough angry punk rock in the world so i mm. mean i just want my shit to be fun and happy and and i'm fucking an old man now so like <laughs> i'm like i just gotta have a drummer that's gonna be able to keep up right and like my drummer now dave oh my this dude is like in his 50s and he's fucking throws down he's been playing in fucking like hardcore bands yeah, for the longest, and it's like second nature to him. Nice. So it's like easy, you know. It just seems like he doesn't break a sweat. Like before me, I'm like, fuck, I I wouldn't break a sweat. But then you know, when we decide to fucking, you know, uh, I remember us uh, at Truants playing the fucking ABC No Rio, and every time I try to reach to fucking get a drink, you started another fucking song, <laughs> and I would, I would, I would actually have to designate somebody to just fucking pour fucking drinks, you know, like shit down my throat while I'm playing because I couldn't fucking stop to take a fucking sip or something. <laughs> oh, those ABC real shows are fantastic, Oh, they're man. fucking amazing. That uh, fucking hole in the wall, but shit, kids fucked up. <laughs> just shit. mobbing all over, just playing on the ground and just... Uh. Uh, right there in front of you and the good thing is that you guys were in front of me so you guys could get, you know protect me <laughs> <laughs> you guys would set yeah. up all your shit in front of me you were the wall oh man my i tell you i got quite a few knocks on the teeth with that microphone man people just <laughs> running into oh man <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's great, straight great in the mouth right times. you know there's nothing like there's nothing like the feeling of like you going up to a mic to sink back up and that mic is being knocked right back into your teeth <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, the, and the sweaty mess. Those rooms would get so hot. Oh, 
<laughs> the clothes yeah, you... would start disintegrating. <laughs> <laughs> or times at CBGB, or like the fucking like those the pits and yeah. and the fights. <laughs> oh, and... people used to walk out of those shows, so especially in the summertime. Ah, oh, in the summertime, so sweaty yeah. and dripping with. They're like be mascara running down women's face, and like, yeah, it's just like. People used walked out of there like they got beat down for like hours. I know. Oh yeah, it'd be like the fucking like, is it raining in there? What the yeah. fuck? It's like, oh, it's the condensation. It's all the sweat pouring right back down down on you. It was the best, uh. <laughs> great fucking times. And you know what? Fucking, I I'm glad that you're still throwing down. Thank you, know. you, man. Thank you. I'm glad you're still doing it too, and doing you know what you're doing out there, especially with the podcast and and just you know, like you said, keep just keeping the outlet out there keeping the feeling out there man yeah and you know like i mean some i mean this podcast is just like open for like all kinds of shit so but you know music is a big thing so i'm like well fuck this i mean i'm gonna represent you know and bands that i like and i dig and that i really like feel like they need some attention so you know i'm gonna i mean if with your permission i want to throw some of these tracks Oh please, uh, yeah, this podcast. Actually, absolutely, man. Because, I, have uh, no pro- I have definitely have no problem with that. You throw yeah. throw Junkie Rampage. I'll send you some. Uh, I don't know if I send you some USB stuff too. I can send them to you, email them to you. You can throw that stuff down. Just you know, little different things from uh, different yeah. styles that, that I'm doing over here, and uh, and still enjoy doing it, man. I mean, it's it's a uh, it's it, to me is a way of life. You know, like yeah. right now, I can say, oh, you know, I'm you know I'm here in isolation. Uh, whatever quarantine and mm-hmm. going up the walls and not playing but even if i do pick up the guitar the acoustic guitar and that's the only thing i'm playing i like i can you know use that as i still have a bit of an outlet right you know? which oh, is yeah. uh which is still which is still great and then hopefully this whole shit will blow over and we'll be back on stage fucking killing it hell yeah so, yeah i want to get these guys fucking like tight and fucking just playing out so i can actually because they're right now they're stern they're they're learning learning old stuff some old mm. stuff and i'm like i'm kind of i'm tired of that old shit <laughs> right, but right. but still I, i've managed to like throw in like two or three newer songs which is cool but i want us to all like have you know we, we haven't all been like together fully for like you know not even nothing think six months but Right. Um, still, I want us to get to the point where, like, we can actually, the other one knows where we, where the other one's gonna go, and right, right. we can actually, I can say, hey, I got this riff, you know, what, what can we do with? Let's work together on this now, because I mean, right. I, I don't want to do it all, right? You know, I've been doing it all for for a long time, and I'm just like, yeah, ah. and and, that, and that's you know, that's a. Yeah, it's fun, and you do have an early set, but also it also puts pressure on you. Just like, oh shit, I gotta yeah. come up with every and everybody's part, and if you open it up for, like I said before, like everybody putting their their cards on the table and adding to the pot, then you know it it, it comes out. It one, it makes it easy on you, mm-hmm. and it also yeah. makes fun because you know one guy's not gonna think the same, you know, the same way you do musically. They'll come right. out of left field with something in there, and it's mm-hmm. just gonna all it does is enhance the music. Yeah, so and like does. Jason on on guitar, man, this fucking dude is wicked, and he likes just soaks up fucking stuff like a sponge, and right. then he'll like he'll he'll take a fucking song home and he'll fucking drill it, and mm. it's the fucking metal guys, man, they'll just fucking drill his shit to like this, and then it, it's perfect, and I'm like he fucking shit plays shit better than me, I'm like fuck, yeah, how does yeah. it go again, <laughs> you know, but yeah. um, 
Those metal guys but, sit there. They when they 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 don't fuck around with practice, man. They practice. I know. They nail that shit for hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so for for him to come back and and like play it fucking from like front to back and, and mm. like pristine, I'm like fuck, okay. <laughs> and then I'm like fuck. Well now I got, now I gotta fucking practice. <laughs> You know, but I'm over here like trying to fucking work out new shit. I was like, I got like probably two hours albums worth of fucking new songs, but you know, I want to have all their takes on it because like my bass player John, he he's a guitar player and mm-hmm. he just he was like, fuck it, I'll I'll play bass for you, you know, because I need right. a bass player. Right. And uh, so you know, he's kind of re, re uh, relearning that type deal because I mean, he played some like just all of us we can play some kind of bass, mm-hmm. but um. Now he's like, oh shit, all right. And and then some of the stuff that I do, I'm like, fuck, I, I want this fast. And I want you to play yeah. with a pick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want, I like, I love fucking bass with fucking pick because you just, right. I, I'm running on. But I also like when bass kind of takes its own turn and goes somewhere else, the, the right. opposite. Right. So I want them to be, can just be like, hey, I got this idea. Or I got this right. riff. I'm like, all right, cool. Let, throw it in. Or I have this fucking complete song, but I'm like, here's a rough sketch. What do you think? You know, it's just too long, too short. Do you want to stick something here, stick something there? That's what I want to hear. I love the feedback. And, I mean, we have a fucking chat, like a, I call it the party line, uh, in a group text. Mm. And those, they, they fucking, like, they crack me up with some of the fucking shit they, they talk about and bullshit with each other. I'm like, yes, great. You know, <laughs> like, I want to have a band, not just, like, a group with a bunch of dudes who I don't fucking ever see. Right, right. Who only show up for practice and when they want. Out, well, bullshit or whatever. Let's fucking barbecue right. and fucking whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. um, like like us, we shit. We would always fucking hang out and uh, and do some stuff. But, right. You know, it, music. At the end of the day, I mean, nobody's getting rich off of fucking music anymore. You know, the the need yeah, right. for fucking record labels is like we don't need it. I mean, yeah. bands now are getting. They're they're probably actually seeing more money now than without than without before. a record label, yeah. Without a record label, like mm-hmm. either playing shows, or the like the band, the things like Bandcamp and all that stuff. Oh, that's it's it's great. Yeah, they just gotta they just need to like develop better better software to have um, musicians communicate. Like for times like this when you can't fucking go to practice, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Let me fucking plug in, ding, ding, ding. right? Because when you were saying before that you were trying to you know. You know, search for some you know band jamming uh, yeah. program. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like you on this, and I'm like, damn, I need to find a recording program and learn that shit, and try to find yeah. a better way to communicate with the other better musicians. So I can actually record and throw them shit, and they can throw it back, and I lay it down. You know, yeah, so some sort of communi- communal uh, communication between us, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and and still have the action going where we can still have that outlet and still have the the communication, we still yeah. have the creativity flowing, and 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 mm-hmm. you know who knows? By the time you like, by the time this shit is over, we we'll just have a plethora of shit that you just like. Oh man, <laughs> we gotta put this yeah. together and put it out there. You know. I know. Yeah, we had a show in June, and I'm like, oh, right now, I don't know if it's gonna fucking happen because I've seen so many cancellations for like, I mean, everybody's shows, tours, yeah, we were, we were major bands to... and small ones. You had stuff going on, yeah. Yeah, I was supposed to go on the, uh, to Europe with the craze in the first week of May, and that's gone. That's canceled. So I'm like, ah, fuck, man. We were supposed to go to Spain, France, and Switzerland. Shit. And 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 we were supposed to play two. Uh, we were ending the uh, the two in Switzerland in the on a festival. 
while that's nice. happening out there because that's the beginning of like festival season around right. out there. So, but even all those guys out there are on lockdown too. They know they Spain has put a ban on you know all outdoor and indoor activities. So that mm. includes shows and so that, that there goes that. So we de- I definitely got to find out something to actually yeah, bring out this creativity to entertain myself. Hell yeah. <laughs> I can't be sitting at home scratching your nuts going, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I could, I, mean, I could, but who wants to do that all the time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, for, for, for creative people, you know, musicians, artists, even, you know, fucking painters and all these like crafters, what you know, just dig in and fucking find something to do. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, there's going to be a lot more businesses that start up because of this. Oh yeah, you know, oh, yeah. and and different ideas and oh, different yeah. looks on. I mean, who knows how long this shit will last? But um, we got to try to see if what we can do to, to to ease the burden of not being able to be fucking around other people. I'll tell you, the, find... the, 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 that person who vets that program app, whatever, with that fans could communicate with no no lag or no delay or no issues to get it. That that guy, <laughs> that guy is gonna be rich. Yeah. There's some out there. I was like, I loaded one. I'm like, fuck. What do you mean mm. I can't open this? What the fuck? It's <laughs> like, fuck this. But we'll figure something out. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. We got to do some more digging. And yeah, you know, yeah. Once I find something, I'll definitely let you know. But oh, yeah, hit know, me up. It all it all involves a fucking computer and got to have something to plug into. And but absolutely. Um, still, uh, I uh, go ahead and do me a favor and throw out. You know, and give shout outs and, and plugs and with to to all the bands you're involved in and where you can find them, so people can all you know check them out. Oh uh, yeah, well, uh, Bastard Clan. I mean, you can always look at them, but we we can we we got a Bandcamp and our album is available wherever you download your music. Um, I wish I wish I wish I could say we have shows coming up. <laughs> That's yeah. not happening. Yeah, we all know. But um. <laughs> You know, big shout out to absolutely the guys from Bank from uh from Bastard Clan, uh Drunken Rampage, United States of Boogaloo, um uh, uh, Bamba, which I'm still doing the Puerto Rican folkloric stuff. I'm actually mm-hmm. I'm actually teaching drums now. Oh, <laughs> uh, this, yeah. Okay. I, mean, I actually learned all the drums the drumming stuff from the Bomba and uh and uh and you know, helping the the, the headmasters out and mm-hmm. started out a, a a string section that consists of bass and piano and guitars and you know cuatro every once in a while, but mm-hmm. um, you know, and Segunda Kimbamba Segunda Kimbamba dot org Junkin Rampage at Junkin Rampage uh, Bandcamp. Again, I, I can always hit you up with what's happening, how we're going to sell all the stuff for United States of Boogaloo. But mm-hmm. you can see us on YouTube. Uh, look us up, United States of Boogaloo, or USB for short. And uh, there's some clips there from where we played uh, different places in Jersey City. And we had a New York, Brooklyn show. And, and uh, we only had a few shows every once in a while because everybody's so busy, you know. We'll yeah. play one show and then we won't see each other. We'll play with each other for like eight months later. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, You're and, busy, um, man. and listen, also, you got to give shout outs to where, where it all started. You know, the, the fellas in Infinite Cast, you, Mike, Matt, Lauren, Luke, mm-hmm. uh, the Truants, of course, without, you know, this, mm-hmm. that was, that was, uh, that was my college. <laughs> you know, that was yeah. why I, that's why I earned my master's degree in this shit. Right. Um, and, um, 
and Talibus and Bizzum and especially Bizzum. Bizzum was just like a very different thing for me. It was like, it was a right. different type of music, you know, mm-hmm. style of rock. And I was playing bass and learning and going at the same time. So, uh, and all the way up to now. And like I said, and then shout out to you, my brother, for having me on the podcast, man. And oh, thank you. So thank fucking you for happy. Uh, we, we spending we, your Sunday we can, with me. We, uh, we, we can, we connected and all that shit. And, you know, and yeah, uh definitely. too short man we shouldn't let three thousand miles come between us <laughs> <laughs> i know trust me once shit goes down it's done and i gotta fucking get out of plane and get out there and fucking go hang out or yeah see man. if this truant's fucking reunion yeah. can happen or yeah i think i think, I think you're, you're another one that needs to come to one come out here Make sure there's a show going on the show. Dude, I want to bring fucking Poker Club out there and go play with you guys. <laughs> oh, I'll definitely. It is like my my kind of like pseudo New York West Coast style fucking stuff. That can take yeah. it out there and play <laughs> so, with you yeah. guys and fucking and then you know play a couple two inch jams or whatever. That could be. See, fun. I think I think yeah, I think you 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 people will get blown away. They watch you walk through doing one of these shows, man. I've <laughs> <laughs> seen you like, in so oh, long. Shit. Oh yeah, like my hair's shorter, and uh, eh, it, it, I mean, I, I I could jump on those songs and yeah, I'll have to yeah. practice a little bit, but I mean, and try, and trust me, bro, time, but. trust me, bro. For most of us, our hair's shorter, our belly's a bigger, you know, we we all we 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 old man. Speak <laughs> for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little grayer though <laughs> in the chin. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's about the only place I'm gray is in the chin. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll spoil it. Because no, you get to shave your head, though. I, I can't shave Well, I don't head. know, but I still, you know, I, well, I haven't been able to get a haircut, so I'm wolfing right about now. And it's all just black. When I'm tired of looking at the gray, I just shave it off. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, fuck. Oh, can I, I, I gotta, I gotta give a fucking shout out to fucking John Cray of the oh, Crays. Because... Cause you're still doing stuff with the, but that motherfucker right there is a fucking musician. That oh, dude's man, playing John with Gray. so many fucking. I miss the fuck out of that guy. He that was dude, like, <laughs> that dude is is incredible. He's sick. He's uh, he plays every instrument, and you know, writes and he, sings, and yeah. you know, and projects. he's still doing it. And you know, and let me tell you something. He's had in the last ten years. He just on the recording side alone, he has put out some fantastic music for the New York punk scene and. Mm-hmm. And and record them, you know, f- now in our studio that we have in Atlanta City. But before, when he was living out here in Jersey, in Weehawken, in the basement of his house, where it was just mm-hmm. go down there and he just record everything. And his ear is fantastic for it. And that dude, he's incredible, man. He was he yep. was doing it back then, and he's still doing it now. I know. And we, now <laughs> we have better technology. Oh, forget <laughs> it, man. So anybody can yeah. fucking do their own shit. Like right, oh, here, right now, I can record fucking my own shit here now. And I mean, I got enough yeah, to and, hear. And, and, and the but, kind of nerd that John is, man, if he's, if he's learning, he's going to learn that shit all the way. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fuck yeah. Love that guy. Cheers to that fucking dude right there. Oh, yeah, man. So um, we'll uh, wind this down. And um, right, man. shit, I, I am hoping that you and, and the wife and the family, you, know, you guys stay safe. Thank you, man. Same to you guys, man. Else. Absolutely. Cheers to yeah. you and your music brothers and sisters, yeah. and uh, take take care of the East Coast for me. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I will. And congratulations on your most recent wedding and marriage. Oh and, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Thank you. You know, good to hear that your 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 strapping young man son is uh, 
Oh, a beast out there. Fuck. This kid, <laughs> shit. It's like football, lacrosse, jujitsu, fucking whatever. He's like, he. This kid could bench press me. I have a video of him bench, like deadlifting like three hundred ten pounds. And I'm like, be careful, your asshole's gonna fall out. <laughs> you <laughs> you gonna break your old baby. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to test me sometimes, but he don't forget where I come from. Because I'm like, ah. okay, how big you are, I'll fucking grab your nuts. <laughs> I fucking nut check. Him all the time, and he's just like, Oh, I'll play dirty. It's okay. Yes, sir. You're talking about some barrio kids, bro. You know, yeah, we don't do that put them up shit. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't you eat. go, that's it. You go up, I go down. That's right. <laughs> you can take the boy out of the projects, but you can't take the projects out of the boy. Hell no. I mean, I got a nice, I live in a nice, uh, nice house over here, nice area, nice, peaceful, and quiet, but. You know. They don't know you very well, do they? <laughs> no. No. But I'm a good boy. I stay out of trouble. <laughs> I just go to work. I come home. I rock out. That's I it. Back, crack that's my PBRs. Life, <laughs> that's it, bro. That's life, man. Have a couple that's of right. cool ones and jam out. Hell yeah. All right, my brother. I All right, my brother. Thank back. you so much for having me on, man. You got it. I'm going to throw together a... Find a, find a few jams. Um, if you got some other tracks too that um, you want me to throw in, like Drummer and Rampage or some cool. uh, even even some of your salsa stuff. Yeah, absolutely, man. Let me know. I'll fucking throw it up. Absolutely, and, uh, brother. So you have a good one. Take care. Peace, and love. Love you, Take brother. Care. Peace and love. Have love you too, one. brother. Stay safe. Peace out, everyone. Later. That was awesome. I, uh, I love that dude. That's like that's my brother right there. <laughs> We lost touch for a little while, but we, we reconnected and shit. So it's good to fucking talk to him. So everybody, just uh, hunker down, stay safe, and uh, do what you got to do. Let some other people have some fucking shit tickets, man. Don't hoard the fucking toilet paper. All right? So be good to each other and uh, you know, look out for everybody and uh, continue to live some kind of a life find an outlet come up with something and uh, enjoy this time because uh once it's over and it's back to work well shit we don't want to lose the connection we got with our family and friends and peeps you know so you guys have a good one take it easy uh a quick note i have started a new facebook and instagram page for the 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 bunker club 805 podcast same name on all of them. Uh, it's, uh, it's pretty much I'm transferring everything from the Bunker Club band pages to these pages and uh, or so much <laughs> that I can. Um, I want to try to, you know, just get newer content. But right now it's it is what it is. So it's a transition. And, yeah, it it's a uh, it's kind of lengthy. So. Yeah, it'll look a little weird, I guess, but you know, I'm just kind of got to bounce over the, over to there and rebuild the the following. So hit us up on the Instagram and the Facebook page and uh, the email if you feel like emailing or something like that. Um, it's the the Bunker Club eight hundred five podcast at gmail dot com. Nothing special. Um, hit me up or if you decide hey you know if you're in a band that you're interested in uh, you're interested in talking about music or or anything in general um just hit me a message or a direct message 
um, let me know what's your thoughts and uh, maybe I'll give you a holler and we'll talk, have you on the podcast. Thanks to Carlos and uh, all his plethora of bands for uh, continue to stay, uh, you know, involved in music and creating. So <clears throat> Ooh, just getting rid of that last of the cough. All right, folks, I'm going to dump in here some uh, some tracks from Band- Bastard Clan and uh, enjoy some New York City, New York, New Jersey punk rock. And uh, I bid you adieu. Peace. Peace. <laughs> 